Hey, this is Buff Bagwell. That's right. Buff is the stuff and the girls can't get enough. And guess what? You're listening to the Ringmasters. So keep listening. <laughs> Gotta love myself. What's up, guys? Welcome to the post-WrestleMania weekend of Ringmasters. Um, it's been a really interesting weekend. Um, a lot of a lot of craziness, a lot of surprises. Uh, but more importantly, we got my co-host back. Uh, we got Austin back in the studio. He's bringing a ton of WrestleMania merch. We've got a signed belt in front of me with Alexa Bliss, Sasha Banks, Paul Heyman, Finn Balor. I think I got them all. Yep, you got them all. But uh, yeah, yeah, Austin's Austin's like. Definitely looks like he had a good plunder uh, this weekend. You could say I was living the dream. <laughs> it was, oh my God, dude, it was unbelievable. Um, and actually, I wanted to wait till we were on the air uh, to do this because um, I have brought gifts. Oh, I gifts. have brought gifts. Um, we got here, I got this for Chad. Um, what I'm giving to him is the AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura shirt. Oh, um, thanks, it's buddy. got it's got like yeah the 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 like the phenomenal one AJ Styles versus the artist known as Shinsuke on the back. It's got like information on them and stuff like that. Oh, thanks, buddy. It's a it was a dope ass shirt. Yeah. I was so so tempted to get you like the uh, uh, Undertaker shirt, but I was I would have like, wore it. Yeah, no. When and, you when you messaged me what your T-shirt says was, I was fully expecting an Undertaker. T-shirt. That's what I, I like. Mean, honestly, I like, thought you were gonna get this exact same shirt, but with a Cena Undertaker. The, uh, uh, they didn't. <laughs> honestly, they didn't have it because they were so quiet about that yeah. match. They they just had the Undertaker with like the American flag on his back, and it says mm-hmm. "I respect" on it. Yeah, which is a cool shirt, but I was just like, it's not really. It doesn't work for the joke. Yeah. And then for our lovely editor Grant. I got him a hey, WrestleMania hat. Thank you. I got him that. It's a it's the white one with the gray background, and and I'm currently wearing the purple and uh, the purple and green one right now. We got him looking up wrestling articles. We, we are do, making yeah. him a wrestling it's, fan. The conversion is starting to happen. <laughs> it's the yeah, conversion. it's getting there. Yeah, I, I absolutely, man. Like I I I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to go to WrestleMania. Put this on right now. It's yeah. hot outside. But I <laughs> yeah, it is. Okay. I'm. I was. Yeah. I'm so. Gra- I'm so grateful that I got the chance to go to WrestleMania. Um, you're wearing it back. Yeah, backwards. that's backwards. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so grateful. Um, I couldn't go and not um, support my lovely, lovely ringmasters. Um, who have given me this this opportunity, and well, I'm like, thanks, brother. I appreciate it's like it. you guys were all at WrestleMania with me. Yeah, it's like yeah. I was. Uh, I don't know if you saw, but I was doing. I was. I tried. I tried. I logged on to the Rematches Pod Twitter, and I was gonna live tweet the entire show. But after hour three, I was like, I can't live tweet this show anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too much for me to keep up. My with. parents thought I was live tweeting off of that, and they're. I'm like, <laughs> trust me, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> because I booed when the Undertaker came out on Twitter. Oh yeah, I was like, boo. boo. <laughs> and we'll we'll talk about that. And there's it's it's unbelievable, like just all the stuff that's happened in pro, not just pro, WWE, but pro wrestling in general. Like there's so much we can talk about. Um, what I'll least mention is all the stuff that I attended for WrestleMania weekend. Um, I went to WrestleCon where I met the Young Bucks, I met Kenny Omega, I met Jerry Lawler, Eric Bischoff. All those guys were incredibly, incredibly nice to me. I had an awesome conversation with Simon Gotch. Like he he told me a great story about Ryback, um, and also like made a made a joke where he's like, I think I know who Kenny Omega's dad is, and shows me this picture of this wrestler who's from like um who's from Winnipeg, Canada, and it's like the age differences is exactly right, the hair is almost exactly right. And I'm like, I thought you were joking for a minute, but I'm like, you know what? I can see the re- resemblance. But yeah, he was <laughs> he was super cool. Um, and I got to talk to um 
I got to talk to a lot of wrestlers. Um, it was crazy too because James Ellsworth and Summer Rae were like in front of me while I was waiting in line for the for Kenny Omega. So it was just like to see those two next to each other was cr- very odd. James Ellsworth would have been one of those people that like I would have definitely gotten a picture with for the meme quality. Like it, he's just meme. one of those wrestlers that like oh James Ellsworth get over here. Oh yeah, I, if trust me, any man they, with two hands. I, I can only <laughs> ima- I, I don't even know how much he would have charged for pictures because that's the thing. It's a con. They're yeah. all charging for pictures. Yeah. Um, Stone Cold was there, I know, and so was Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels. I didn't even want to look because I was sure I was gonna have a <laughs> yeah. heart attack well, if I saw the prices. And a lot of times with cons too, it's one of those things where if you can catch them not by their booth, you're more likely to be able to yeah. snag a quick picture. That's the other thing too. Was I was waiting in line uh, to get inside the con, like to just get the wristband to go inside and stuff like that. And first off, Jerry Lawler walked past me like the first time I saw him. And I was like, oh hey Jerry, and like just waved to him. He waved back at us. And um, then I saw Simon Gotch in an elevator, and I was just like, holy crap. And then he'll and then a uh, uh, freaking hacksaw Jim Duggan walks past us, tries to scooch through him. I'm like, oh hacksaw, how you doing? He shakes my hand, and then he goes off. Hit you with a two by four. No, but he did start Damn. a ho chance. Oh, yeah, just right at the front of the line, he started that, and I was just like, I shook hands with hacksaw Jim Duggan just outside this. I'm like. Yeah, first ever Royal Rumble winner. I'm just like, wow. Like it's 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 it was a it was a reality check for sure. Like my my friends uh, 370 and my friend Justin, the two guys I do TW YouTube yeah. with. They were they were in New Orleans too, and they said they were walking. Um, they were walking down like whatever the main street where you guys were at. They were walking and they walked past Connor from the Ascension and Kofi Kingston. Oh my god! And they both were like, "Hey, what's up?" And they no sold them. They both just like looked oh, at him and just walked away. And I oh, was like, "Oh, that would that's be that's a shame." That would, oh, I would have left so hard. I would be like, "Kofi Kingston just no sold me. My life is made." That's like, a shame. <laughs> I actually ran past I, while I was waiting in line at NXT Takeover for food. I ran into the Raven Geeks. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah, they were there, and I'm, they were just like, "Oh, Austin, Ringmasters," and I'm like, "What?" I was first like, "Someone listens being, to this." We're getting over, uh, and then brother. I'm just like, and they're like, "Oh, we're like, yeah, it's, it's like CM Life." Yeah, and I'm like, "Holy crap, guys, what are you doing here?" And I was just like, "It was, it was a really yeah. odd, like, just running into them." It by was, the, by the way, that reminds me. Uh, shout out to Amir for uh, filling in uh, in your absence. He did a really good job. He did a really good job, even though he talked crap about Justin Timberlake while I wasn't here and talked. <laughs> Talked crap about The Undertaker. I bet I bet you felt really comfortable. I felt at home. You felt at home where people didn't disagree with you yeah, and you I didn't have like, to ah. feel like you had to constantly. You were like, oh, man, like you're doing better than Austin is right now. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like you're so full of it. You're full of it. Um, but, yeah, I mean, there was a lot of stuff to talk about. So the, the other shows I went to, I, sw- I went to the Paul Heyman show. How was uh, that? With Inside the Ropes. That was unbelievable. Is it, is it like a, so is it like a comedy show? It's or? a Q&A sort of, like an interview okay. Q&A. Like, he basically, like, they opened the floor for anybody to ask him anything. Um, Kenny McIntosh from Inside the Ropes asked him a few questions. They've released a couple videos that he did on the Inside the Ropes YouTube channel. Um, specifically him talking about Goldberg and talking about, um, about what his plans were after WrestleMania, where he said, if Brock leaves, I leave with him. And now it's very odd to know what's what's going to happen now, considering the fallout for WrestleMania. Um, I got to meet Paul, and I was just, it, was, it was so intimidating. So he meets me, and he's like, hey. I'm like, hey, I'm Austin. He's like, hey, Austin, where are you from? I'm like, oh, I'm from Michigan. He's like, oh, what part of Michigan are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Davidson, like just outside of Flint. And he goes, oh, I know where Davidson is. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know where Davidson is. Like, I, I, oh, I always have to explain myself. And then he takes an amazing picture with me. He was amazing. I ran into Kenny McIntosh and the other Inside the Rubs guys waiting in line for the Superstore at WrestleMania Access. So we took a picture with them. And then they were also staying at our hotel. Like the oh, last really night 
cool. were there. We saw them all. I had a big Kenny Macintosh filled weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got it. I got an inside the rope shirt, and um, yeah, th- those guys are awesome. Definitely check those guys out if you have the time. And then I went to NXT Takeover, and then I went to WrestleMania, and it was an unforgettable week. I will. I'm so glad I got the opportunity to go. And as you could tell from the beginning of the episode, uh, we got Buff Bagwell to do a soundbite for the podcast. Super cool. Um, which, who I didn't even meet. It was during <laughs> WrestleMania, and my parents were at a bar, and they just run into Buff Bagwell. And my mom's texting me like, do you know this guy? I'm like, yes. So how, so, because your mom, is your dad, your dad's a wrestling fan. My dad's, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't really call him a wrestling fan. He does enjoy it, and he does, like, there are parts that interest him a little bit, um, I feel like he's more interested in like the the history aspect of like the ins- mm-hmm. insider workings, like the the Monday Night Wars specifically um, was really. He thinks Jim Cornette is hilarious. Oh okay. Um, he's like the only one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, no. So like he he knows a little bit. Um, um, my mom, on the other hand. Hates pro wrestling. Well, like, the point I was getting at was because like I know my parents aren't wrestling fans at all, and if they went to the, if they were like went with us to WrestleMania at a bar, they would not have recognized Buff Bagwell at all. They wouldn't know. I think they I think they heard from other people that he was there, and okay. they were like just at. They she texted me, "Do you know who Buff Bagwell is?" And I'm like, "Yes." And he yeah. and then like, "Do you know who Buff Bagwell is?" And, um, and they start talking to him. He's apparently a super nice guy. It was really cool to them. And they put on WrestleMania at the bar that they were at, and then he, he like the, she mentions to them that I do the podcast, and he's like, "Oh, does he want a soundbite?" And oh, I'm just wow. like, he offered. "Yeah, he offered," and I'm just like, "Oh my god!" And then does an amazing like that I, promo. Yeah, oh my god, yeah, it's like he cut a mini promo. It's like I, I can't thank Buff Bagwell enough. If you're if you're listening, Buff, like thank you. And if seriously. you ever and if you ever want to come on the podcast, we can thank you personally. Oh yeah, absolutely. Stop on by. <laughs> just Mount Pleasant, no big deal. Or or we. we we can tweet. We can. We can. We can Skype you in. Like whatever. yeah, for sure. Whatever works for you. <laughs> but yeah, I. It's just all the, the entire week was unbelievable. I'm really happy you had a good time. I like, am too. I. I, seeing, I was seeing I was, your Instagram gave me just happiness. I, I was thinking of you guys while I was there. I was thinking of all my friends back home and like yeah. Well, congratulations also on your wedding and yes, your marriage. That happened. Uh, that also happened over the weekend. I got married. Yeah, so like so. there you go. It's like that's 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 definitely um you could call that your WrestleMania moment for, right. for the weekend. I mean the Undertaker sure. was still there. Like the Undertaker <laughs> still happened. So like that ruined it a little. But uh, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I haven't shown you the video yet that I took of the Undertaker's entrance, but in the ed video during the entrance I literally screamed, Suck it, Chad. Oh, oh no. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah, exactly. Why are you so mean to me? <laughs> uh, why, I, why, why are you so mean I'm about not. the Undertaker? Listen, listen. All right, listen. So his, 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 his entrance. Uh, WrestleMania was like the in was like the man in the woods entrance of like WrestleMania. You know, it was like <laughs> oh, one of those things that like you really, skippable. really, <laughs> you're really gonna go there. You're so you're so vicious, aren't you? You're so vicious with your indie markingness. Uh, speaking of indie markness, I I chose to watch the Ring of Honor show. Yeah, you watched. Super, I, want, I was I was absolutely. I oh, wanted you made to bring, the you made I, the better call. No, yeah. <laughs> That's what I was interested about because I, I I I wanted you to mention about Super Card of Honor. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Um, my weekend was full. It it was a good show. Um, it was so long, and Kenny versus Cody didn't main event, which was like the whole thing the show was based upon. Yeah. Um, and so after their match was over with, I feel like everyone stopped caring. And Marty Skrull and Dalton Castle, it wasn't even so much that it was a bad match because it was a good match, but it was just 
the pay-per-view was so long and everybody was so deflated that like no one cared about it. Like I, I, right during the main event, I swear like that shit was longer than Takeover, and it was crazy. Okay, um, before before I let you continue on this, um, Grant, are you serious? You just followed back Ringmasters in my in me. You just <laughs> followed us back. I'm sorry. Are you kidding me? Oh, Rick, give us back I your hat. I just gave you a hat. <laughs> give us back your hat. <laughs> No, no, no worries. Grant's gonna eat a super kick at the end of the show. <laughs> All right, you can continue. What else, what else happened on the show? Because um, I had no idea what the other Jay matches Lethal, were. It was Jay It was Jay Lethal and Tanahashi uh, taking on um, for the tag team titles. That was really cool. Um, they faced the Briscoes. Yeah, all right. Um, it was a good match. Um, there was there was no bad match on the card, you know. But it, there wasn't anything. Like... But it was one of those things. Well, well, it's like when you when you pipe up when your when your main selling point of a of a pay per view isn't the main event. You're gonna have a hard time. Yeah, it's like, especially when you, it's like that's, it's like the mistake of like. Yeah. Would you say it would match up to the mistake of not having like like WrestleMania 29 when CM Punk and the Undertaker didn't go on last? See, but but uh, yes, but at the same time, that pay per view wasn't built around that. You know what I mean? They yeah. sold that show on Kenny versus Cody, and so when they didn't main event, it was weird because that's a match that should have main evented. Because Cody versus Kenny Omega was really good. Cody, uh. Cody won. It was awesome. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You know, Team Cody. Even though I'm winning, uh, even though I'm wearing a Kenny Omega shirt, but you know, yep. Again, if Kenny Omega gives plugs our podcast, you know, well maybe I'll jump over. But in the meantime, Cody, Cody won, <laughs> and yeah, it was a good show. Um, as soon as it ended, though, I did turn on NXT Takeover because I was like, all right, I need to watch Takeover because I heard it was phenomenal. It was. On, I would if I'd have to say <laughs> you I'm made like, a good call going there. It was. Of that show. It was quite possibly. I would have to say it was their best Takeover they've ever done, and that's incredible considering the lineup that they've done, like yeah. just of like the entirety of the Takeover events. Like I like I've, I've been I went to Takeover Brooklyn three, which was a really good one. It was really good, but like there were some things that like what was that? What was Takeover? What was take, Brooklyn? Brooklyn again? three was yeah. uh Drew McIntyre faced off against Bobby Roode, oh, where he okay. won the NXT title. Right. Adam Cole debuted. The Undisputed Era debuted. Um, there was uh Oscar defending the NXT Women's Championship against Ember Moon in her last <laughs> NXT match. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was it was it was it was good, definitely good, but like. Oh my God! NXT Takeover, which we we'll touch upon that. Um, first off, there was the ladder match for the brand new NXT North American Championship. F- freaking Ricochet! Yeah. Oh my great God! Great match! Great match! Like honestly, and I'm not even butthurt about the fact that Ricochet didn't win because honestly, I, it would be it it would be crazy for him to win the title on his first match there. I mean, not really. Not not really. Not really. But like obviously, they want to build to him a little bit more so he could win the title in an unbelievable one on one matchup, mm-hmm. which is where like he'll go crazy. It, it was funny. I was wearing my Adam Cole shirt during that match, but I was cheering for EC3. Oh, yeah. <laughs> EC3, baby! Yeah, I was like, EC3, I baby. died when that happened. It's, it's funny. So you didn't hear this because you watched it live. They, so Ethan Carter III comes out. Yes. And he's, he's doing, the, he's walking out, and <clears throat> Percy Percy Watson was like, man, this guy, you know, he, he's he got quite the successful family. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, are they going to plug TNA? Are they going to plug Impact? And he's like, yeah, his family owned a bunch of restaurants and commercial buildings. And I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> well, it's okay. Kurt Angle made yeah, up for that on Monday Raw. Which I popped hardcore for. I laughed for. <laughs> so hard. I was like, oh, my God. Um, but, yeah, and 
freaking Adam Cole is the first ever NXT North American champion, champion, and it was a really good match. I thought for a moment Lars Sullivan was going to win, and I almost turned the TV off. Oh, yeah, everyone was. I, <laughs> that's the thing. Everyone was against Lars. This I think coffee I, cup has more character than Lars Sullivan. People were, people were saying that the only people they didn't want to win was Lars Sullivan, and some people even said they didn't want Killian today. I'd but be okay. I, I would be fine with I Killian I would love Dane. if Big Damo won a belt. Exactly. <laughs> I'd be completely fine with Big Damo. Sanity is awesome. Yeah. Um, that's the other thing, too, was while I was at WrestleMania Access, they were doing those, like, tournament uh, matches they were doing at Access with the ring in the back. Oh, uh, Cassius Ono and Hideo Tommy, super robbed, by the way. They should have been on that NXT card. I didn't get to see that one. The one I got to see, like, all the way through, I saw the end of Nikki Cross's match against Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't get to see, um, like, the only other match that I saw in its entirety was Leo Rush versus Buddy Murphy, which really surprised me. They did a really good job. I didn't watch a single one of any of those. Well, <laughs> I just know Cassius Ono. Were, were they on the network? No, they weren't. Yeah, you, exactly. You, you only got them. The only, but you. I mean, I'm sure I could find them online. I put, I put, I filmed some of them on Snapchat and stuff like that. The, but like, yeah, they, it was really well done. Yeah, I was just saying. I think, I think, I really hate that Cassius Ono wasn't on either cards for Mania. Yeah, it's kind of... I thought when yeah. he wasn't in the TakeOver show, I thought he was for sure going to be in the armbar battle royal. That's what I, I was thinking. I almost tweeted out for the Ring Rushes podcast me changing my armbar pick to Cassius Ono. Yeah. Glad I didn't. Glad, yeah, well, that's the thing, too, is that there was nobody for that match, like, yeah. in terms of, like, returns or anything like that. Um, and then continuing with, continuing with NXT TakeOver... Um, we have a new NXT champion and a new NXT women's champion. We have um, we have freaking Alistair Black is the NXT champion, and oh my god, I don't, I can't believe I can't Shana remember Baszler. Sh- Shayna Baszler. There, yeah, we that's go. okay. I, She's boring. I feel terrible that I don't remember her name, but yeah, Shayna Baszler is the new women's champion, which that one really surprised me. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't mean, think I don't think she's quite ready yet. I think she I think they prematurely strapped the rocket to Shayna Baszler. I understand why because she's Ronda Rousey's friend, and Ronda Rousey was at the show, so you're not going to have Shayna not go over. Yeah. But it's still one of those things where I feel like she needs a manager. She needs a mouthpiece, because her promo skills aren't that good. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, and, and that's the thing, too, is that for her to be the first person to counter the uh, the Eclipse is a real, yeah. like, that's a big moment for see, sure. See, I don't have a problem with that. I just, I just, I simply have a problem with. I just don't know if she could carry that NXT Women's Division on her own. I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely have to see where it goes from there. Alistair Black, on the other hand, like way go, ready, go, good <laughs> on him. Like, cause oh my god, he's he's great. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah, Alistair Black. That went, So I actually, I ended up, uh, I ended up, I watched. So after I watched the Ring of Honor show, I watched the NXT show, and then I watched every single thing. Uh, the NXT ch- World Championship match I had to miss because I had I had to do something I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I watched <clears throat> Gargano and Ciampa, which we'll talk about. Yeah. And then the next day I went back and watched um, the, the the championship match, and it was really good. It was good. Yeah, when, it was really really good. When when Vega jumped from the top rope and Andrade caught her and then ate a kick from Tommy End. Like, uh huh. It, it was awesome. Yeah, it but, was it was really well done, and I'm I, I'm I'm good good on Alistair. I'm 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 very excited to see what he does from my, that, this point on. My favorite part of the pay per view though was the tag team title match. Oh yeah, the tag match. Yeah, for that, the tag titles and the Dusty Classic. That was uh, that was a really well done match. I am such a Ring of Honor mark. I would have lost my damn mind if I would have been at that show. W- w- with Roderick Strong, when Roderick Strong turning, turning on, on Pete yeah. Dunn. Oh, when Roderick Strong, tur- when so nobody saw. I can tell you that from being there, nobody saw that. Coming. I didn't. See, it was a legitimate. Like, I was holy watching because I was watching the match and I was like, I'm not gonna give it to Roddy and um, Pete, Pete yeah. because Pete's already a champion. They're not gonna do that. 
They're not going to give it to authors of pain. Yeah, because they're out there. They're, they were yeah. on their way out. So. I was like, I was like, so it's got to go to undisputed. I was like, but how are they going to? But who's going to? But like, what are they going to do? Especially like, considering I the fact Roddy that Roddy was going to eat the pin. Especially considering the fact that Adam Cole was already in a match yeah. and they were building it up that he was really hurt. Yeah, and then like out of nowhere, Roddy just turns on. As soon as Roddy. Turned well, on yeah, Pete I Dunn. saw him jumping and I was like, oh, he's celebrating early. And then he kicks him in the head. Yeah. I'm just like, what? Yeah, I was like, oh my God, yes. I was like, I didn't. Roderick Strong joining Undisputed Era is something I didn't know I wanted. Heel Roderick Strong is the best Roderick Strong. I think it is. Well, that's the thing too is that Roddy has always been like kind of a, not the best, most interesting babyface. Like when he had his feud against Bobby Roode, that kind of was just being fueled, fueled by the fact of how good of a heel Bobby was. Like, Roderick was good because, like, he was fighting for his family, mm-hmm. and, like, obviously you just wanted to see him beat uh, Bobby because of how cynical and, like, disgusting Bobby is. And, but, like, in terms of what he offered, he didn't really offer too much. <clears throat> and I will say also, and this is going to be one of those moments where I, cr- I compliment the WWE. Oh, my God. Even though there's this a, is... There's a thing of that? Even though this is more me complimenting Triple H. Um, the, the, not, the, the wherewithal and the knowledge of... They're like all of those guys is past Ring of Honor work, and to put them in a stable, like great decision. It was a, it's a really like, great decision. And I'm glad, yeah. I'm glad because they teased um, Roderick Strong joining um, Undisputed at War Games. They teased it, um, and I thought he was going to then. Yeah, I was like, why is he randomly with the Authors of Pain? He's totally sw- swerving and going to join. I literally thought that was going to happen, and then it didn't. I was like, oh, okay, cool. I'm really glad they didn't pull the trigger then and waited now because yeah. it was such an awesome moment. And there was so much time that passed between that yeah. we forgot about it. And another thing, too, that like I think a lot of people overlook is every single member of that group are champions besides Roderick Strong. Yep. And he just turned on the UK champion. I know, right? So I think, well, that's the thing, too. It's crazy to think that he just waited for the uh, ma- for them to get to the finals just to stab yeah. Pete in the back. I really think this is going to lead to Roderick Strong beating Pete Dunne for the UK title. That would actually be really dope. Yeah, and I think every member of the Undisputed Era is going to have a championship. Yep, and I also want to say it was really funny when Kyle O'Reilly came out with the two tag titles. I also, I, I well, it was especially funny when um, I believe it was Kyle O'Reilly when he got um, when he got nailed with the move and he stood back up and then yeah. just slowly fell outside the ring. I was laughing so hard during that. There is only one thing that that group is missing, and what? it's someone to win the world title. That's very true. That's very true. And it will eventually be. I think the SummerSlam <clears throat> takeover, like the NXT takeover for SummerSlam weekend, I think that's going to be. Um, Alistair Black and Adam Cole. Yeah, but we'll I'm see. here for it. Yeah, I'm I'm interested to see where they go. And uh, and now let's talk about possibly the match of the entire weekend. Yeah, po- yeah, quite past. Po- yeah, that was the match of the entire weekend. By the way, um, my 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 favorite match at Mania is gonna stun you. Oh yeah, Just, I'm, I'm sure. We'll yeah, foreshadow that. Um, yeah, freaking Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa. I was so the entire time I was watching that show, I thought. God damn it, I wish I was there. It was it, <laughs> I got goosebumps with how like the crowd reacted to Tommaso. Like when he came out, they just showed his entrance graphic and no music. Yeah. It was so well sea done. Of booze. Sea of booze, a hole chance, <laughs> F you F you Champa chance. 
um, there was a there was like a like a ten year old that was right next to me. I didn't care. I was going all out on it. <laughs> You're probably doing too. No, she yeah she was she was just they they were like covering her ears. Their uh, her parents her parents. I thought were it was like, Nicholas. No, it wasn't Nicholas. Oh, no, damn it. Um, no, the par- their parents were like, you can listen to it, but don't repeat it. And she's like, when can I repeat it? Like when you when you hit double digits on your on your on your on your age. And when she, you win the tag titles. <laughs> exactly. Um, that match was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. It was. And- and you know why I loved it so much? I saw I saw someone on Twitter, and I think I know it was a cultaholic guy, but I don't know which one. I think it was Jack, but it might have also been Pachiti. But one of them said that it was the WWE equivalent. Jack said this, yeah, to a new Japan main to event, a new yeah. to a new Japan main event, and he hit the nail right on the head with that. And I didn't realize that's why I liked it until he said it. Because literally, that is something that you would watch at a New Japan show. It was physical. It was great storytelling. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. It And it was probably the best match NXT has put on in a very long when time. When I was at the Paul Heyman show, he talked about Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar and how, like, how they had a massive shock value with Brock Lesnar beating Goldberg in 86 seconds and then how they made him wait all the way to WrestleMania for bigger box office. And he said, that's box office. It's... It's 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 larger than life characters that you can believe in. It's like storytelling, and you believe in these characters to the point where you're like, I want to see that. I I I I love this. I want to see it. I'll pay to see it. And in the end, they delivered. Yeah. The this quite possibly might be one of my favorite matches of all time in WWE. It that was match such great was storytelling. Unbelievable storytelling. The character work between Johnny and Tommaso were unbelievable. There was a there was legitimately like when when Johnny hits him with the super kick in the cor- from the corner and gets the pinfall, I, and but Tommaso kicks out. I was celebrating, but then I was like, he kicked out. Yeah, like it got to that point I where I was like, thought it was he done. won, and then he kicked he kicked out. I was and, I was shocked. I haven't felt that yeah, before I am, in years. I I'm such a I'm such a, a smart. I'm so good at being like that's not the finish. I don't know why. I've always been like that. I've always. Been one of those people that just know, no, that's not the fall. Even if it's the most convincing f- false finish, I'm just I've always been that type of person that like would always count the count the three, but mm-hmm. then would never be surprised. The last I gen- genuinely surprised that that didn't finish the, the match. The last time I freaked out about a kickout that big was WrestleMania 28, Triple H versus uh, Undertaker in the end of an era match when Shawn Michaels super kicked Triple Shawn Undertaker and then Triple H put him in the pedigree and he still kicked out. I lost my mind. Yeah, that kick out. Jim Ross screaming, "It's not over! It's not over!" I was losing my mind. That match was unbelievable. And, and you, I love Johnny Gargano. Tommaso Ciampa is such an unbelievable heel. I was like legitimately hating him when he was on the his knees with the crutch pointed at him by Johnny, crying. Yeah. I was screaming, Johnny, no! Like <laughs> yeah. I was so bought into it, I lost my voice. I'm gonna show you the video <laughs> after we go off the air of me, my reaction to yeah. it. But like I was. Losing my yeah. mind, and then and then when he sits next to him and is just like like he uh, grabs the knee brace and he, and he swings ducks. at him and he ducks oh, out of I it. I popped so hard when he ducked. I was like, and, yes! then he, and then he got him in like an STF with the knee brace. Yeah, it was 
unbelievable. Like, yeah. oh my God. That guy, Johnny Gargano, has Daniel Bryan levels of he potential. He does. Johnny Gargano quite possibly could be one of my one of my new top five. Were you in the building when Daniel Bryan set up, put his promo on the TakeOver show? Oh, you, you mean, was it at Access? I think he said it. It, was either, it might have been at Access. He was at Access when he said that. No, I don't believe I was. All right, well, Daniel Bryan got... Yeah, I, saw, I, know, I know what he <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, yeah, he said that if Johnny loses, I'll sign him to SmackDown. Yeah. Um... Which, um, yeah, I mean, like, when I heard that, I was like, do it, please. Well, it's just, like, one of those things where it's like, because, and literally, when I saw his entrance and how over he was, I thought Daniel Bryan when I saw that. I was like, he literally has the potential to be as over as Daniel Bryan He really is. does, man. That guy has such a huge future in him. Like, I thought there's... Velveteen Dream was the most over guy in that in that promotion, but I was wrong. And Johnny shout Gargano. out to Velveteen G- Dream who killed it in the freaking ladder match. Like, I'm that, really surprised that elbow, dro- up. that elbow drop from the top of the ladder was unbelievable. <clears throat> yeah. Um, but yeah, unbelievable takeover. Tommaso Ciampa, like that's that matches a five star classic. If there is ever one, I would show that to someone who has never seen WWE and be like, "This is a match you have to see." Because one, it's a story that you can understand just by watching it. You can understand these guys used to be best friends. These guys used to be tag team champions, and then the other one turned on them. See, the, the video package did a good job. It did, but yeah. I think it's one of those matches where you have to see the story play out. Cause like I read, yeah, I, you have I, to watch. Exactly. You have to watch DIY together. Yeah, yeah. You, you you have to show them their cruiserweight classic match where they faced off, and you were like, man, that Tommaso Ciampa guy, he's a bit of a savage. Like, yeah, like, exactly. And, and you you have to watch their entire run as DIY. You have to watch everything to see to to, to tr- I think to truly understand it. But yes, that storytelling was off the charts. And now this is the part where I criticize WWE. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to do more long term storytelling because that sells pay-per-views that if you had every single pay-per-view that quality of storytelling you would you would and, and they're already the, the best the, the, the most successful company in the world but they could be the best company in the world if they had that they could, storytelling they could match companies like new japan and ring of yeah, honor for their they've ter- already, in, in terms yeah. of big matches yeah they've already got them beat on like popularity and money and just the as juggernaut that they are yeah just a but global sense. as far as star as, as far as match quality and like entertainment value if they did half their stories the way that that story was booked and storytelling that match had oh my god at the same at the same time i'll play devil's advocate and kind of side with wwe a little bit on this one <laughs> um because nxt is such a different beast in terms of monday night raw and smackdown live it's only an hour long every week and they only have like a pay-per-view every 3 months mm-hmm. i would say um, so like it's a lot easier for them to do long term storytelling because they don't have a pay per view every goddamn month. Remember, we you know you know back when uh besides the Attitude Era, they're probably there aren't there, and I don't agree with this, but their their most popular era of wrestling with Hulk Hogan. You know how many pay per views they had a year? Like four. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying. Well, that's the thing. Is that I would be four. okay if they didn't have a pay per view every month. I would I, be, well, that's the thing is that we're already paying nine ninety nine a month for the network. So like, if we're not getting a pay per view every, every month. Um, we like, still have that enormous it, library of wrestling talent. We do. Stuff. Yeah, and then we still got that all those original content that they're yeah. making. Um, I'm very excited for the 365 that's coming out. Um, for I can't remember mm-hmm. who it's coming out, but they there is a new WWE 365 that's coming out. There's more WWE 24s that are coming out. Did you hear about the uh, Hardys DVD set they're getting? Yeah, how Impact, they've got <laughs> Impact footage. Well, yeah, they had Impact um, pictures from yeah. uh, from when they talked about... Uh, they, had, they, had, they, had a, they had Bully Ray and AJ when they were in TNA. Yeah, for exactly, the for, the, for the video package. Yeah, AJ, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, 
holy crap. But yeah. But anyway, now that we got uh now that we talked about uh NXT takeover, um let's get to the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania. Um I feel like we'll just kind of glaze through some of the matches that we don't feel like there's too much to cover. Um, like, you know, like the, the pre-show matches. The Cruiserweight match, I was very pleasantly surprised with how mm-hmm. they got at least a decent amount of time. Yeah. We saw like three Spanish flies that night, yeah. and I love the Spanish flies. I do I do want to talk uh, roughly about the Andre the Giant Battle Royale. Go ahead. What, what specifically do you want to talk about? Uh, just the finish. Um, oh, yeah? I was really, I, I, I watched the match. And I scanned the ring and was like, all right, where's the NXT guy who's going to win this? And when there was none, I was like... It was very shocking to see yeah. that there was nobody from NXT. When I saw that, I honestly said, I have no idea who's going to win. And it made me really excited. This was probably the most I've ever been into the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. I was like, oh, I have no idea who's going to win. Exactly. That's awesome. That's, it's, and, a, it's good to have that. Yeah. yeah. And the so, you know, final four were Mojo, Baron, Hardy. Or that was the final three. Yeah, final three. Yeah. And, well, you had two former winners yeah, and, and then, then Matt. Matt. And when it got to those three, I was like, oh, okay, Matt's winning, which I was also okay with because I love Matt Hardy. Uh-huh. I did not expect... Broken Bray. Yeah, I to show n- up. none of none of us were either. When we saw that, yeah, like the just yeah. the, the video package. I thought changed. he was gonna screw we him. I was like, oh, Matt he's gonna cost mind. Matt. I was like, oh, this is how Matt's gonna lose. They're gonna drag this feud out, and then he didn't. And I was like, oh. and I will say this, as a Bray Wyatt fan, I love this. This. Have you seen him on Twitter recently? Yes, he's been a savage. Yeah, I love this side of Bray. I, I do too. I hope. I would give him new ring gear. I would make him literally match Matt Hardy's ring gear to a T. I would just not let have him wrestle in his damn like apron. I would give him a mower of lawns t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> like I love it, and I I I love it, and I think a babyface run for Bray is exactly what Bray needed. I think this run for Bray would be success would be wonderful. Um, and we know what they're doing with the tag title scene. We'll get into that. Um, they should definitely be in the mix. I agree. I agree. Very um, good. And, and especially with the fact that now Jeff's going out as a single competitor, it, it keeps Jeff. Are you, like, uh, do you think he's going to get mixed up in the shakeup then? Uh, I would. I would say he'd be one of the people I would think would get mixed up in the shakeup. Even if he's not, I feel like they're going to keep him to be more of a singles guy. Yeah. And st- like, cause like I said, they cured him. He was cured of his brokenness. Yeah. Um. So he's not Brother Nero. Um. Even though Matt, call, uh, even though Bray called him that. Brother Nero. Which that was a huge pop for me. Yeah. Um. But um. Yeah. I I I think Jeff is a great singles competitor. He his singles run was. I loved um, when he had his matches against CM Punk. Oh, I've never um, been a Jeff Hardy fan. I, I enjoy I enjoyed I enjoyed Jeff. Um, he needs to stay off of the druggy jug. But um, yeah, like I think Jeff's great as a singles competitor. I do like him as when he's working with Matt. But I do like, think he can do good as a singles competitor. And considering that they're full force with Matt and Bray, um, I think it's better for Jeff to stay out so he doesn't kind of get me too stuck in the loop. No, I definitely I definitely think moving J- Jeff in the shakeup is the better move. It is. So. Um, now, um, the, the women's battle royal, we saw a a good amount of, uh, NXT talent because like they were just, they started an NXT chant. I noticed Dakota Kai and the rest of them, I had no idea who they Uh, were. Uh, the, the, (laughs) I, I know the girl is Tay Conti, I think her name is pronounced. I don't remember for sure. The Brazilian, the one with the Brazilian flag. She is drop dead gorgeous. Like legitimately, oh my God. Um, she hasn't gotten much TV time in NXT. She does a lot of their like house shows and stuff like that. Um, but um yeah I, I, and of course you get paint uh you get paint Peyton Royce in the match but no Billy Kay like what the hell yeah I really thought they dropped the ball I would instead of seeing instead of having one of those random like 
NXT women that have no idea who they, they are. Yeah, who are still developing. Yeah, they should have put both of the the Iconics in that match. That's okay. They made up for it. They yeah, made they up did. for it. Um, so, with that match also, um, I had one critique about it, and it was that Kari Sane got eliminated during a commercial break. She did, yeah. It was that really, upset me. That was really like, bothersome. Like, you got to see her get eliminated. Yeah, well, we got I to see. Not. We got to see the elbow. You guys didn't get to see yeah, the I elbow. I didn't. And that's like, and I love Kari Sane, and that elbow is awesome, and I was really... She did a, we did get to see her also at NXT TakeOver during the tapings for NXT, where we can talk about this too, because it aired already, where War Machine debuted. Oh, you mean the War... Uh, the War... The War, war Raiders? War, war Raiders, war, yeah. War Gatherers? Well, when we first saw when we saw War Raiders, we're like, "What?" Yeah. But then we're like, "Well, heavy machinery. They have two teams with machine. Like, I yeah. can understand, but it doesn't really matter." No, it's like it, after I after we thought about it, we're like, "Yeah, whatever." It's just like it's just like Alistair Black. You know, everyone was like, "Oh, he'll never be. T- he, I will never not call him Tommy End." And now it's he's Alistair Black. Exactly. It's one of those things where it, it, it grows on you. I It'll am happy you. they went with Ricochet instead of Trevor Man, though. Oh yeah, because so that would Ricochet is just awful. too good of a name. I, yeah, I would be like, I refuse to call you Trevor Man. You are Ricochet. Exactly. But, but yeah, yeah. Um, which is awesome. I'm like so excited to see them in NXT. So am I. Yeah. I am. I'm a little upset the Authors of Pain aren't there because that would have been awesome. But mm-hmm. we'll get it eventually. Yeah, we will. But uh, Ni- Naomi. Ends up winning the women's after, battle royal after after Bailey thro- like screws Sasha throws her out. Um, Naomi was under the bottom rope and she comes back up. We all were convinced Bailey won, and then we see Naomi like, wait, she wasn't eliminated, and then she wins. We're like, well, good for her. Like it's somebody else who got a who got a spotlight kn- that like not that you wouldn't expect to get a spotlight, and then it continues the feud with Bailey and Sasha. I thought it was gonna be Becky Lynch, but I knew it was gonna go to some random SmackDown w- women's roster member. I I said uh, I told Amir uh, I don't know if I said this on the podcast or when we stopped recording, but I said it was either going to be Becky. I said it was gonna be Becky or Natalia. It was gonna be some random women on the SmackDown roster that is going to get it just because they need the rub. Yeah, and I was right. I just didn't pick the right member of the roster. Exactly. But uh, I am happy she won. Um I'm okay. Yeah. We're, we're, I'm fine with it. Those it's were, not a big yeah. deal. Those are the pre-show matches. Well, well we didn't we we did we kind of roughly talked about the Cruiserweight match, but we should talk about it a little bit more because Cedric Alexander, new Cruiserweight champion, and Mustafa Ali tore the house down. They did they it did was great. awesome. They, yeah, they they were the highlight of the pre-show. I do wish they would have given them a little bit more time to I go. I agree, but like that there was a lot of I felt like there was a lot of time constraints for the show. I, I um, am envious of you because you didn't have to listen to them go, "I'm the heart." I'm the soul over and over again because that got really annoying. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, Because that, that bothered me because I was like, this is so it's cheesy. It's kind of cheesy, Just yeah. fight each other. Like, exactly, yeah. But, they did a really good match. Um, Cedric's finally the Cruiserweight champion. I've been begging for this. He's I knew that would make you happy. He's the guy that you can build the Cruiserweight division around in terms of your top baby face. Uh, and with the Buddy Murphy <laughs> feud that said, said seems to be going on, I'm excited to see what those two can do. I thought for sure Drake Maverick was going to swerve everybody in the last minute. I was like, why is he ringside? That can only mean one thing. Well, he's a Neither general, of them are walking out. He's a general champion. manager. Like it's their, it's the, it's a vacant title. Like yeah. it's like it makes sense. I like it was, it was cool. Yeah, I think I'm I think, happy I'm, he didn't I'm glad, do that. Yeah, I'm glad he didn't do that either. I think it would have been too much. Yeah. Um. But yeah, good on Cedric. You a hundred percent deserve it. It's finally glad to see you with the title on your hands. Um. Now into the main show. Um, th- I thought for a moment this might be matched in terms of wrestling ability. I think this one would be match of the night for me in terms of like wrestling clinic. Finn Balor versus Seth Rollins versus The Miz for the Intercontinental Championship. These guys did great. Yes, it was very good. It was great. And Seth Rollins is the new Intercontinental Championship. 
Um, he is the new physical champion. Yeah, well, he's he's the new Intercontinental Champion, and he's the he completes the Shield Grand Slam trio. I will say I love this new gimmick the Miz has, where he's like, "I'm a father now. I don't cheat." And he sent Curtis and Bo to the back. Exactly. Like I love this this side of Miz. Uh, Miz. Um, I also like the fact, and this was a small touch because he got the figure four lo- red, uh, leg lock from Ric Flair, and he was wearing red. Yeah. So when you when you're when you're related when you have something related with Ric Flair and you're wearing red, you're not walking out as champion. Yep. Um, but they did great. Um, obviously, I think I I personally thought Finn was the way to go. Um, just because I think he needs a kickstart like. Crazy. See, um, I feel like he's gonna go to the. I think I feel like he's going to SmackDown. With I think Gallows and Anderson. That's what I'm thinking too, um, because he needs to. Um, but Seth Rollins as a Grand Slam champion, I'm totally good with. I think he deserves it. Um, I'm I'm very happy with how that match turned out. Um, it was unpredictable, and yeah, that, in terms of wrestling clinic, that was the match of the night for me. <laughs> I in love terms of wrestling Seth's uh, contacts. Also, that, those are crazy. The Game of Thrones reference was got, pretty stellar. That was, was a Game of Thrones reference. Yeah, right? no, I, I I couldn't. I noticed from that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was also cool that they. Well, also we freaking got Pyro back for WrestleMania. Yeah. It was great to see that. They're, 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 that's why they're only doing uh, one pay-per-view a month now instead of two brands, because they spent all their money on Pyro. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> they can't afford um, the two pay-per-views now. Oh, yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, I know. Um, and and John Cena, as a fan, I didn't think I would love it as much as I did. He was on the beers! Yeah, like, that was awesome. Like... Cause he was, cause he was ringside for that, right? They 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 showed him. Yes, they did. It. I'm trying they to go did, in yeah. somewhat order. But. I think they, yeah, and he was like shocked by every move yeah, they did. He it was, was like, oh, <laughs> it's like I've never seen that move before. I loved John Cena. I loved fan John Cena. I was hoping. He I was, wish he it would have been went longer. Yeah, he was in front. Like I could see the crowded amount of people that were next to him. Like cause like we were we were uh, off to the right side of the hard cam, so mm-hmm. we weren't on the hard cam, but yeah, we were I was off looking to the right for side. You, but then I was like, oh, um, there. three rows away from the floor. Yeah. Um. So on the bleachers, um, we could just see the pile of people next to John, and it was crazy. Um. But yeah, I thought that was awesome the way that they had him there. Uh, he just had a beer in his hand. I do wish he would. I wish if he would have wore a Bullet Club shirt. <laughs> oh my God! I would have. John Cena would have been my favorite wrestler. Yeah. If it shows him wearing a Bullet Club shirt or like a Young Bucks shirt, that would have been incredible. I know, right? Or know. even a Rusev Day shirt. Yeah. Like you had to if you were if they like that was my only critique if they were gonna have him be a fan he had to wear a Smarky fan shirt that would have been awesome yeah exactly or if he would have brought a sign yeah just some like <laughs> the guy, this guy on this guy behind me can't see <laughs> this guy behind me can see because you can't see me yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay um but heading into the next match I believe the next match was Charlotte versus Asuka for the yeah, SmackDown Women's Championship and I was really surprised this wasn't high up on the card I was too honestly especially considering the fact that Charlotte has defeated Asuka reclaimed her women's championship and the streak is broken yeah so here's, here's what I'll say though I do think it was it was shocking because we didn't know it was gonna happen um now two streaks have have died in New Orleans <laughs> little fun fact for you um but if there was anybody who I would reasonably see beating the streak, it's Charlotte because, in my personal opinion, she's the best women's wrestler in the world right now. I agree. She is unbelievable. I agree. And if anybody were to break her streak, it would be Charlotte. Um, I do think Asuka like needs to get the. I think now, considering the fact that on SmackDown Live. 
Uh, Charlotte was attacked by the icon- iconic duo, the Iconics, and then Carmella cashed in her Money in the oh, Bank briefcase. Spoilers! We <laughs> haven't even talked about that I know, that right? Yet. But consider- considering that, I feel like Asuka is the right choice to beat Carmella to win the championship at the next pay-per-view. Um, so you don't think it's going to be a long? Not too <laughs> long, I would say. Maybe a couple months. I will say, when that match ended, I was not happy. I would, I, I would like, assume. I, I assume like, so. Yeah. I, I, but it was only because I was like, God, that's her first WrestleMania. You missed. The, you dropped the ball. I was like, that's Asuka. I did, but the thing too is, I was like, I can imagine. At uh-huh. least in in my opinion, I don't think it'll be her. However, last. I don't think it'll be her last. The match was incredible. It was a great match. The match was awesome. And and just and when I saw what happened on SmackDown, the move made total sense, and yep. I'm okay with it because I was like. I would rather if that would have been Asuka. If that's how Asuka lost her, if that's how Asuka loses her first match, I would have been infuriated. Exactly. Considering what we could have gotten, it's good with what we did get. And and also, it works out for all parties because Asuka doesn't look bad at all. Yeah. Because she lost to Charlotte. Well, what Charlotte looks incredible, and Carmella now looks even better because she didn't lose her briefcase. She got a championship out of it. Exactly. So it just benefits everybody. I'm okay with it. But at first, I was not okay with it. Which, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of what I feel like you could feel my anger like all the way from New Orleans. I could feel your anger regardless. Like (laughs) like I could just I could hear you in my head. (laughs) No, like ah (laughs) exactly. Um then we had the United States Championship match. This match was boring as as all this This, match pissed me off. Yeah, this match was boring. Out of everything that happened at WrestleMania. This pissed me off. I knew Rusev wasn't going. I knew Rusev wasn't winning by the energy he didn't have when he like he walked out, and I could just tell he's not going over. If he was going over, he'd be so much more excited. Uh huh. Well, that's it. And it. I don't even like in terms of match. It was. It was. It wasn't. Bo- it wasn't good. And it's it was because, boring. It's because all of them wrestle that slow style. You can't have four guys who wrestle a slow style, and you need to have at least one guy to help push tempo. And Randy Orton isn't that guy. Bobby, and, then, and they're all good workers. I mean, they are. I mean, minus Jinder Mahal, they're all phenomenal wrestlers. Oh, yeah. It's just they all work that slow pace. And there's a reason matches like Bobby Roode and Randy Orton and Jinder and Randy just aren't good, and it's because they're so slow. They are. You need, and it's because all four of them play good heels. They do. Like, and heels wrestle that slow pace. You well, need those fast guys, those those uppity, uh, like, baby faces to really push the match. Yeah, with, like, high, fl- with, like, yeah. good, like, high spot um, yeah. maneuvers to keep the crowd in. Not even engaged. high spot, but just something to just keep the energy yeah. up. Well, and that's the thing. It's that, like, um, it's like, come on. Like, yeah. It's like... I, we 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 saw the experiment play out literally a year ago. Like at Backlash, you gave the world title to Jinder Mahal, and it <laughs> failed miserably. Nobody like I screw. I want to say Greg Kirby, screw you. You're wrong. <laughs> you will forever be wrong. Careful. <laughs> you're you're wrong on the fact that Jinder Mahal is. He's not. There's nothing. Entertaining about him, he's not a good heel. He's not a good. He's See, I think he's, as, he's a good heel. He's a good heel, a but good like heel. the thing is, though, it, to be a good heel, like you can't just be a like just because you get booze because people hate you because you're not because people don't think you're good. Um, that's not good heel work. Mm-hmm. Like in terms of his promos, where he like was racist against Shinsuke Nakamura. That's not that's the writing team though. I understand that but still it's like that's what they had planned for him. Yeah. So I can't imagine it's going to differ with him holding the secondary title. See, I have I don't have a problem with him. I don't think he was ready for the world title. I he think, w- I, no. think I think that was obvious. 
Um, I don't have a problem with him winning the U.S. title. I don't know. Yeah, that's I don't the have thing. a problem. What I have a problem with is he's not the guy. It, yeah, like, it wasn't right now. his it time. W- no. It, that match should have been won by one guy and one guy only, and Rusev should have won the belt. That was one. Even if it was just for, even if they pulled a Zack Ryder and he lost it to Jinder the next night. That match should have been he him. He needed that. He moment. needed that. There he was, deserved If there it. was one match that the entire crowd was hundred percent behind and agreed with, it's that it was Rusev's moment. Yeah, it, he is beyond like, yeah. over. People chanted Rusev Day outside the arena and inside the arena before the show started for a half an hour straight. Yeah, it's like you can't tell me Vince that you didn't hear that yeah and that's the only thing that like and again even if they would have Zack Ryder'd it and he lost it the next night on Smackdown he to just gender, he just needed that he moment. needed that moment and the, the the explosion of euphoria that would have came from that crowd would have been something that nobody would have and forgotten a, and a lot of people and a lot of people would have forgiven a lot of the yeah. bad bad comings because you have Rusev as a United well, States champion well even that a lot of people said that the show like the crowd kind of lost its energy halfway through I fully believe they said they lost it right around the time Daniel Bryan like, like after Daniel Bryan's match. It's, it was seven hours. Yeah, exactly. So. And I don't and I don't blame them. But if you were still on that euphoria of Rusev winning, that could have carried that, momentum maybe a little farther. You know, exactly. maybe they maybe they maybe they wouldn't have ran out of gas so soon. And maybe they would have been more accepting of the the main event if they had something they could at least hold on to. Like yeah. Um, like that, that would have been their moment to be like, okay, well we got this, but you know what? Who cares? We got Rusev as the United States because, champion. We have something to at least be happy about. Yeah. Because, because with, with, uh, the, the, the mania that Zach won, he won because they wanted the fans to be happy about something because they knew Roman and I was a Brock or Roman Tri- triple H triple H. They knew Roman triple H was going to be awful. <laughs> and when Rusev, and that's yeah. why when, when, you know, and that's why I thought Rusev was going to win. Cause I was like, like, that's why he's in this match because uh-huh. they need something to be happy about. Exactly. I, it's it was an awful decision and it's just you you can't you, it's it's Stockholm syndrome yeah and it really is and it's like listen like if, if I would be fine with him if it wasn't for the fact that Rusev should be your champion right now and you know what if they were to go the path and they're not going to do this because right now it's going to be like they've got they there's already too many people in the main title picture that could foreseeably hold that main title Rusev should have been your guy where's the world's biggest uh, Royal Rumble? Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia? Okay. For some yep. reason, I thought it was India. Nope, I was like, that might be another move. Nope, but, it's Saudi Arabia. Uh, but yeah, the, no reason. Exactly. No no foreseeable reason. Um, But yeah, that match was the lowest point of the show <laughs> However, he is getting a casket match against The Undertaker, which I am also not happy about. Okay, well, well, that, that, <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that after we get to that. Yeah, we have a big thing. show ahead of us it's, today. Yeah, exactly. It's going to be it's gonna be a big thing. Um, After that, we got... Triple H and Stephanie McMahon versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. This was my favorite match of the this show. This was my favorite match too. <laughs> this was this this was way better than anyone thought it was going it ha- to be. It was better than it had any right to be. In yeah. fact, nobody yeah. in their right mind thought Ronda Rousey was going to be as good as she was. But oh my God, she was born I to do this. All four of them were awesome. Like literally, there was not I a bad person. There in was match. one. I, I if there was one thing I'd have to nitpick on the fact that Stephanie blocked. A professional, the, a MMA, professional fighter. MMA fighter's armbar, when that's something that doesn't happen in UFC or, or an actual MMA, 
that shouldn't have happened. She shouldn't have defended it like twice. See, but that's wrestling. It's not supposed to make sense. Of course. <laughs> well, well behind Shane McMahon, Stephanie McMahon is the second greatest wrestler of all time. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, behind Shane McMahon. <laughs> behind, and, and even him, he's behind Vince. No, well, Vince, well, Vince doesn't wrestle anymore. I think it goes Roman, John Cena, No, it's Vince. Shane. Shane is the greatest wrestler of all time. Like, of all time. Oh, okay. All right. Like Fair that's enough. like he's the best of all time, <laughs> of all time. Yeah, no argument here. No argument. Total not whatsoever. sarcastic. Uh uh-uh. uh Um, but Ronda destroyed. She did unbelievable. That was the best WrestleMania debut I've ever seen. Best did, WrestleMania she debut. She did really good. She did great. Her moment on Raw was great. I too. loved her ring gear. I did too. I don't know if that's going to be her usual attire. I don't know. But I loved it. I, I loved, loved it too. Libby, who has never like, Libby, who, you know, is only watches wrestling pay-per-views when I watch them, yep. had no idea. Like, she was like, why is she wearing a, a kilt? And I had to explain, like, yeah. the Roddy Piper and like, I was, influence. But when Libby, but awesome. I was like, is it hot in here for a second? Because I was just like, <laughs> Oh my God! Her eye was, makeup was a bit was a bit I, much. I, I couldn't see it. I couldn't see it. <laughs> her, her eye makeup. Her eye makeup was, I was a little rough. She kind of had like a raccoon eyes. I didn't but. see it again. I didn't see it. I, I, even though I was I was very I was very close. I still couldn't but I would see never that say part. that to her face because no, Ronda of course Rousey terrifies not. me. No, but I would like as she was walking out, I was like, "Whoo, okay, uh, uh, yeah." I'm. Uh, I started sweating for a minute. Fantastic match. And if you would have told me that the mixed tag team match was gonna be my favorite match of the night, I would have said. Absolutely not. That, it was my favorite match of the night. That is a WrestleMania moment if there were, ever was a WrestleMania moment. Kurt yeah. Angle did great too. Everyone did Everyone great. Everyone did great. Like I th- I was like I was like oh Kurt Angle's going to have to cuz I was like Kurt Angle and Triple H are going to be in this match for almost the entire thing nope. because because I didn't think cuz I was like because Ronda and Stephanie won't be able to carry it and the I response, was so wrong. The response the crowd gave when Ronda was just destroying Stephanie she was so was good. unbelievable. And and even then that made me even more mad that Asuka lost because I was like you could push both of these undefeated just Beasts. But at the same and time, that could be next I year's fe- WrestleMania main event. I feel like a lot more people would be angry about. Well, at least some people would be more angry about Ronda beating Oscar for the streak than Charlotte beating Oscar for the streak. At least See, I don't know. That, that it's it's debatable. But like before coming into this, people would have been more angry if if Ronda broke it. Then. I think Ronda Oscar could have could be the first women. It could still could have been the first women's main event at WrestleMania history. I still think Charlotte should main event WrestleMania. I agree with that. And so, but like, in terms of those two, they can still have an unbelievable yeah. match without, with or without the their streak. pads are gonna They'll cross. Be fine. And I'm oh, excited. trust me, they will. Yeah, but they did unbelievable. She then, did awesome. Yeah, they that did whole great. match was great. Then we had the the uh, SmackDown tag match, which was this match was it was a, it was a it was a rush. It was just it, a rush. It thing. was quick and it needed to be quick. It needed. It, they to be, didn't yeah. need to drag this out. Exactly. We all knew Bludgeon Brothers were going over. Yeah. There wasn't going to be enough time. There, it, there was no need to drag it out. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they ended up. Yeah, they ended up going over. Um, it'll be interesting. And then. <laughs> well, I will say I'm happy that Usos finally got their main. card. I'm glad they got to be match. on the main card. They deserve to be on the main card. I'm and trying to. I'm trying to not talk about what we're about to talk. Hopefully, about. Hopefully, in the future, they will get an actual like full yeah. good tag match on the main WrestleMania card. But now, John Cena versus the returning Undertaker. First off, I will say incredible heel work by Elias. That's that shock oh, value of him was coming out so ha- was happy. unbelievable. I was, I was like, like, oh, was, Elias, you're my favorite I just, wrestler. I could just hear you in my head being like, yeah. Yeah, it's not happening. You get him, Elias. Oh, they, they did such a good job of dragging that out. And then John beats up Elias, five moves of doom, walks out of the ring, and then the lights turn off. 
Undertaker's gear appears in the middle of the ring. Lightning strike. Even then, I thought that would meant they weren't going to have it, and I was happy. Lights go off. The gear's gone. Gone. I shit my pants. (laughs) I got, it's like, no badass Undertaker. I told you. I told you. I told you. Kid Rock wasn't even I at the Hall you. of Fame. Like Kid then. Rock wasn't even there because, like an idiot, he got political in his Hall of Fame speech. Ha! I didn't even watch his Hall ha, of Fame speech. Ha! 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 <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm going to have my take on this here soon. A two-minute squash match. The Undertaker destroyed John Cena. He didn't break a hip. He looked great. That's all he needed to do. Ha! Now, in terms of what's happening at Saudi Arabia, I will comment on that, and I'll probably agree with you a little bit more so than I do than I do <laughs> at WrestleMania. But in terms of WrestleMania, ha! Here's the thing. All right. Um, what did I say? Did I say something about eating a hat? Like, I forgot what I said. You said, I think you said that you, I, you would like, I don't even remember what you said. I said, said I would eat a cup and I thought it was if the match ended up happening, but I forgot what it was. But anyway, know. here's my take on it. It was a two minute squash. The Undertaker squashed John Cena. And while I still am not a fan that it happened. No, I hate it. Nope. Absolutely not. Nope. <laughs> I'm not happy. I was going to say I'm okay with it, but I'm not okay with it. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, in terms of in terms of the outcomes, I would have thought at least it would have been the best outcome for for at least to piss you off the least. But like, I knew you were going to be pissed off regardless. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily. I would have been pissed off if the match would have went twenty five minutes. Yeah. If the match would have went long, I would not have liked it because the longer that match goes, the more shitty the Undertaker went. But I will say, they booked it well enough to where I wasn't totally enraged. Um, I still think it shouldn't have happened. Um, I still think Undertaker's retired. He should stay retired. Um, however, I'm okay with it. And and in terms of... Because, yeah, because it was booked. The entire night was filled with, is it going to happen? The entire weekend was, yeah. is it going to happen? That's the is thing. It they happen? led it to the entire, to the to the end, to that single moment where everyone was even thinking, "Oh my God, are they not going to do it?" Or are they we, even people when John was walking to the back after he beat up Elias, they're like, "Are we going to get it maybe later in the night?" Yeah. Like we were like, we we're like, we're, he's got to show up. Oh, like I knew, we were still we were still like debating knew, with ourselves if he was yeah, going to be there. Or I knew not. it was going to show up. I but I I knew he was going to show up, and and I knew that I knew it was going to happen. You know, I kept telling myself, "Oh, it might not happen," but. Everyone in their heart of hearts knew it was going to happen. Exactly, but like the way they built it was. I will take a two-minute Undertaker squash of John Cena. I will take it. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with how they booked it. I'm okay with that. Um, I'm not okay with what they're doing at. Yes. The next now show. going going into the greatest Royal Rumble pay per view that's happening in Saudi Arabia, it is it has been announced that Rusev will be taking on. The Undertaker and a casket match. I'm not okay with that. I'm, I agree with you. I'm not too and, okay with it. And the it. reason I'm not okay with it is, for one, he's literally going to be burying Rusev. Yeah, well, Rusev tweeted, bury me softly, brother. Yeah. Um, and, two, yeah. and two, they're not going to let The Undertaker's last match be... A Saudi Arabia live event. I'm exactly. Sorry, they're just not. I mean, Which that's means the thing. we're going to have to get another Undertaker pay-per-view match. And I don't want to see The Undertaker anymore. Here's the thing. I, here's what I'll say, at least. Um, I thought this was a glorified live event, but with the fact that almost every championship is on the besides line. Besides the women's titles. Besides the women's titles, because uh, for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and then there's 50 Royal Rumble. There's a 50-man Royal Rumble, and the winner gets a pat on the back, I guess. Um, <laughs> a bag of chips. Yeah, something like that. Um, obviously, 
Taker's gonna go over. Rusev, I'd imagine that Rusev probably wanted this match just so he could get the rub from, like, just so that way he could perform with one of the greatest pro wrestlers of all time. Yeah. Because, like I said, like, I would if I were Rusev and I saw learned that I was gonna lose to Jinder Mahal at WrestleMania when I know how over I am, I would have walked out. I, I mean, he almost did exactly. not that night, but like a week or two before the show. Exactly. So I'm like, I would have walked out. So I'd I'd imagine this is one of the things he probably asked for, um, it, or at least like was one of the things they offered him in order to have him stick around for a little bit longer. Is what I would think because I'm sure like Rusev is ecstatic to be working with the undertaker um i don't think um granted i don't think it's a match that needs to happen i'm interested at least to see where it goes um i hope it doesn't go longer than 10 minutes um it needs to be a rather quick endeavor where taker doesn't get hurt and then in terms of like because obviously this won't be a taker's last match i would say his last match has to be at survivor series but against who i don't know because Survivor Series is where he debuted, I think it would be nice to have Survivor Series be the place where he exits. If if you if you wanted, okay. So now that now that I've come to terms with the Undertaker, will never be fully retired, even though I think he should be. This is how I would book his last match. Go ahead. I would have it be in Survivor Series, and I would have it be against John Cena, and I would let the entire time from now to Survivor Series, when John Cena's on TV, be hyping up that rematch. John yeah. Cena got embarrassed at WrestleMania by The Undertaker, a uh, uh, 100-year-old man with a bad hip. Like, that's how I would book it. John Cena, Undertaker, have it go 10 minutes, have The Undertaker beat John Cena, or have John Cena beat The Undertaker, it's his last match, Undertaker won't mind, and then boom, never wrestle again. Now that I've come to terms with the fact that The Undertaker's character means nothing, and his legacy is tarnished in my mind forever, yeah. I am okay with yeah. this happening. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. I, I was hoping nothing more than for the American badass. I got to see the. How entrance. was the entrance? On, I got goosebumps. Yeah, I got goosebumps. When the, I, when the I, lights I, went off, or you're like, oh my god. Yeah. Oh, when the lights went off, I lost it. Um, when I heard that gong, I lost it. When I saw Taker walk out, I lost it. Just the. I will the say overall, he looked really good. He did. Yeah. He here's, did not look. Here's like, my favorite picture I took of the entire night. That's um, awesome. It's that's my Twitter. He did right not now. look like. A, a, a washed up prune, like I thought he was going to. He he did he did very well. He His, did very well. The hip looked good. Um, it, <sighs> it, it, well, in terms of like a yeah. two minute squash. And again, match, it if the good. two minute squash was all it was going to be, I would be okay with it. You know, but it's just the fact that they. Though that's the thing, though, is that they couldn't have built it as like they couldn't have put it on the card because if they put it on the card and then it was a two minute squash, people would have felt gypped. See, I wouldn't have. Well, yeah, but like, <laughs> but like, no, I, I'm okay with the every way they did it. Now that I know what they were going to do, I'm okay with it. What I'm not okay with is the match against Rusev. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. If you want to have the Undertaker there, there's a 50 goddamn man Royal Rumble you could have put him in, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and and it would have been okay. Like, yeah, exactly. Um, it's just like it's it's a, it's a weird thing, really. It really yeah. is. And then after after the Undertaker versus John Cena. We had the we had well. First off, I got to see Goldberg do his entrance with yeah. the sparklers in a goddamn suit, which looked dope as hell. Yeah. Um, and then we had the tag match between Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens and Daniel, Daniel Bryan, Bryan and Shane, Shane McMahon. McMahon. I got to see Daniel Bryan in his first match back in WWE you at WrestleMania. A hell of a of a card, like that. I kept saying when like, I saw Austin's Daniel so do lucky. the 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 drop kick. I was like, I was nervous, but it was just like, oh my god, 
he looked in his element. He looked like he was having a blast. They did a really good job. I'm so, so happy, like, just to see Daniel back. Like, it's just, oh, it warms it warms my heart. The yes chant was unbelievable in that arena. Like, I, it was just, it was unbelievable. It was and, great. And, and I'm so happy for Daniel. Yeah, and they had a good spot on the card because there's really no way you can follow The Undertaker unless it's with Daniel Bryan. Exactly. Like, it's just, it's Can not. you imagine if they would have put the Fatal 4-Way on after this? Oh, my God. <laughs> like, um. Yeah, it would have. However, been. I will say, if Rusev going over, it would have would have successfully followed the Undertaker. It would have. Yeah, that's beyond the point. Yeah. The, the tag team match. What'd you think of it? It was good. It was, it was good. good. It yes. was. It obviously wasn't going to be a wrestling clinic. Um. Even though Shane McMahon, the world's greatest wrestler, was in it. Like. Yes. It's just like everybody his, else. Everybody his else. Was dad born. punches of doom. Yep. In front of his lovely kids. Yes. Um. <laughs> but it wasn't going to be like anything wild. Um. We all knew who was going over. Um. And. Yeah, it was good. It was I good. I, I think I picked K- KO and Sammy in my prediction. What a freaking mark. Um, <laughs> and then after that, we got Alexa Bliss versus Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Championship. Alexa's entrance was unbelievable. I yep. loved it. Not as unbelievable as Charlotte's, though. Charlotte's Not as, really no, Charlotte's was awesome. It yeah. was like, it was so good. Um, it was a good match. Um, I felt like it was a little rushed. It went, I thought it was a little long. Oh yeah, well yeah, a little long. It should have been a. Th- it should have yeah. been a three minute squash. Yeah, sh- you know in the spot in the very beginning of the match when Nia is taking Mickey and just smacking her against the guard. Yeah, like I thought that, I, that. That's was... what she should have done to Alexa, and that should have been the entire match. Yeah, like, but honestly, like congratulations to Nia. Um, it's kind of odd to think that she's being booked a lot better in WWE than she was in NXT. Yeah. Um, I think she's definitely deserving of this championship. Um, it's a great way to end the storyline. It's the way they should have ended the storyline. Yeah. Um, now when she came, when Alexa came back out on Raw and made more fat jokes, I was just kind of like, uh, you're getting a little cringy. Kind of slow your roll a little bit with the fat jokes. You lost. Yeah. Like, just be like, you stole my championship. That's all you got to be like. Because um, you attacked my best friend, Mickey James. Yeah. It's like, that's really all you got to say. You don't need to keep going back I to the t- well. I made fun of you and took you lightly. Yeah, exactly. So I'm gonna continue. I'm gonna continue to make fun of you. Yeah. It's like, come on. Yeah. Um. But they they did good. Um. I'm glad Nice Champion. I think she'll do good. Now let's get to AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Disappointment. Dis- disappointing. Yes. I really thought this match was gonna be awesome, and it wasn't even that it was a bad <sighs> match. It just wasn't as good as it could have been. It's not. Well, then I, I think I think we all got our hopes up a lot considering considering yeah considering of what happened at New Japan yeah. for Wrestle Kingdom. We all got our hopes up really high for this matchup, but that sh- rematch is going to be phenomenal. Yep, Sh- the shocking, swore. yeah, the shocking <laughs> heel turn of Shinsuke Nakamura was awesome. Was unbelievable. Oh my god, Nobody's, I was so happy. I didn't see it coming. I don't know if anybody, everybody else, I don't think saw it coming. I know I, what heel Shinsuke can do. I see. I don't know much about heel oh Shinsuke, but if if SmackDown showed anything, I'm so excited. That for is heel not Shinsuke. what I was expecting, but I loved it. Exactly. I thought it was so awesome. It was great. Grant, you need to watch the video of of the interview of them interviewing heel yeah, Shinsuke. Heel Shinsuke. It, it was so hilarious. This, it was great. I loved it. Oh my god! That I, match, the that rematch for Shinsuke is going to AJ, be great. It's gonna destroy. Yeah, like like that match. That match could have been better. But now that we have a heel in Shinsuke, that match is gonna be awesome. I may, I'm really happy AJ didn't go heel because I thought he was going to. Yeah, I may be disappointed that I didn't get to see the Shinsuke AJ 
wrestling masterpiece that I was expecting. But the fact that I got to see heel, Shinsuke turn heel is something. That moment of Shinsuke just low blowing, and he did AJ. he low blowed AJ like three times on SmackDown. He did. I was yeah. Like, is that his new well, finisher then, yeah, move? Well, then, that, then not only that, like when he was leaving the ring, he just kicked AJ in the yeah. head like, constantly at Mania. Like is his new gimmick the the ball buster Shinsuke? Well, Nakamura? that's the thing too is that like the the the, the he's already got three kids. You're not going to stop his thing, legacy. The other thing too is that the the strong style uh, style of wrestling in WWE is so much more suited for a heel wrestler. Yeah. Um, it's just like it's it's hard to get that style over for babyface wrestlers. It's gonna work a lot better for Shinsuke as a heel in terms of his style of wrestling. I feel like, and if again, if SmackDown has showed anything from this week, um, I'm so excited I for was, heel Shinsuke. I was a little worried because I knew of the language barrier. And yeah. his inability to really cut the best promo. But at the same time, though, however, at the same time, though, he's cutting those promos with a mouthpiece. Well, in. yes, but I will say that SmackDown promo uh, literally made me no longer worry. I lost. I it. was like, that was phenomenal. It like was. that was so funny. And now, heading after that match, let's get to possibly one of the most. Um, That's my second favorite match of the night. <laughs> One of the more interesting matches we had the Raw uh, Tag Team Raw Tag Title, title match. match between the Bar with their weird ass entrance with like the weird big headed people on their like thing, whatever their entrance was, which was very odd. Versus Braun Strowman and a mystery tag partner who everyone was like Samoa Joe or Bobby Lashley or Big Cass or someone like else or. The Rock or some, we're all thinking this. Braun comes and he says, "I waited until this night to say who my partner is, and it's nobody in the back. It's one of you." And, and so, I knew Okada, Minoru Suzuki, and Tanahashi were in the crowd, and part of me was like, "There's no goddamn way any of them are there as Braun's tag team partner." But if Braun Strowman picked Minoru Suzuki to be his tag team partner, that would be my favorite tag team in the history of tag teams, and I would give them my firstborn child. Yeah, I actually I saw I saw Minoru Suzuki. Suzuki you at, saw um, him? I saw him. Did yeah, you get he, a picture? I got a picture of him. I would have hunt. I would have. I would have marched through. He would have been one of the guys I would have paid top dollar to get a photo with. I yeah. I I. Maybe, we, I this understand. was when we, this was when we were waiting in line yeah. again for Kenny Omega. So I like I didn't jump you out. I didn't super jump. Super excited. I know. I was like, oh shoot, Minoru Suzuki. I was just like, I just I was and also I was running yeah. really low on funds. Did you watch the? So there was a Russell talk video of them saying that Minoru Suzuki was like at the Mania show and he was wearing a tutu. And I didn't and, see that. And no. Ollie Diff is like, which was weird. But I mean, oh, I mean, uh, Suzuki, that's so cool. Uh, quick, everybody, grab your tutus. Yeah, like, exactly. Because he's such a scary Okada was man. there. Okada was. Is there too, so yeah, that's I think that's Tanahashi actually. Is that Tanahashi? That's Tanahashi. I am an asshole. <laughs> that's okay. Excuse me. That's okay. Pa- my apologies. I wasn't, that's okay. But yeah, he was at Mania. There was a photo yes. of Okada there. And but any in, one of them would have been cool. In the end, Braun Strowman picks a 10-year-old child named Nicholas to be his tag team partner, and they win the raw tag championships. Awesome. Unbelievable. We were losing our minds. Nicholas Chance ran throughout the arena. It was at that moment that I legitimately, fully, 100% was envious of you. I was like, I I could have, and I got married. So I, like, I will take that any day of the week over 
over WrestleMania. I love my wife. However, I was very jealous I wasn't at that show because that show was probably a once in a lifetime show. It was. They will never do that again. Never. And, and I wish I could have seen it live. I was. It person. was such an unbelievable, crazy, ridiculous moment, and the crowd loved it. Yeah. Shame that Nicholas had to vacate the title next. Uh, the Dude, night, a scheduling night conflicts. Due to scheduling conflicts of the fourth grade. At that point, drop out, Nicholas. You're already at the top of the world. You're the youngest. So he's the in, youngest. They recognize him as a champion. Exactly. Like, I love that. Like he's in the record books. Braun Strowman and Nicholas. Is he a Hall of Famer next year? I hope <laughs> is so. He the, is he like? Are they gonna? They give made him, a graphic for him. Are they gonna get? Is he gonna be di- like in the WWE 2K game? Like is he? Like is he I, getting the Warrior people Award? People already made a, made a creative wrestler for Nicholas in the That's game. That's incredible. It's like they got him to as small as they possibly could. But <laughs> oh my god, it was unbelievable. Like I didn't believe what I was watching. I didn't either. <laughs> I, like, I was like, "What the hell is going on?" Like I was like, "I was like, did they find like is this kid like a like a like a secret like has been trading since he was like five to wrestle?" And are we gonna see? It's him? gonna be like the match between Kenny Omega and that child. Yeah, I was New like, "Are we? Is that kid gonna deliver? Like, is he gonna single handedly make Cesaro tap out? Like, what is happening?" I was like, "At least give him the the swing." I was like, "I want <laughs> to see him at least swing. give the kid the swing. Swing that kid around." That that that. <laughs> moves at least like somewhat safe I would say in terms of like taking a bump it's not a bump you're just Bro, getting dizzy kick the kid freaking <laughs> Irish curse backbreaker again, again I would have asked on my way to the match can I eat a bro kick I, I <laughs> like I would I, oh my god yeah I was, it would have been unbelievable and and that moment was re- insane now and then to wrap it all off the main event matchup between Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I fell asleep during this match. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to tell me what happened. Okay. Well, <laughs> I I, ha- I actually ended up re-watching the match after okay. I left WrestleMania because the majority of the match I spent oh, screaming at people <laughs> because at a, at a single time, there were five beach balls flying oh, across no. the arena. Oh, get ready. Um... Yeah, I, I literally I was Censored. like I was like Grant, get the sensors ready. Um, so and, See, and I here's all the, those. here's the thing too is that on on the uh, like it was ridiculous to get into the Superdome because like WWE <coughs> according according to the people there this was a WWE policy not a Mercedes Benz Superdome policy you couldn't bring any purses in. Cindy got kicked back twice because she had her Michigan State purse. They wouldn't let her take that in. And then she had a little like wallet purse that was like maybe this, like maybe the size of like my phone. Yeah. They wouldn't let her take that in. Um, the only bags you could take into the arena were the clear WWE bags that you got from purchasing merchandise or something like that. So anything clear, so that way they can see and see through your bag. Okay. And on, it's annoying, but it makes it's sense. It's annoying, it makes sense, but like it's like, yeah, they obviously, yeah. And in, and on the list of things that were banned from the arena, including like fireworks and weaponry and and like other sort of things, beach balls was on the list. So I'm like, okay, I won't have to and, worry about beach and, balls. And at the same time, five beach balls got inside the arena, and security took them away. Um, now, in terms of my my experience, um, and what I feel like should have happened, they should have kicked those censor out of the arena. <laughs> I feel like at that point it's the main event. Like I don't care. <laughs> like they're not gonna kick them out. I'd I, I'd want them detained. <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's the thing. And on on the Raw after WrestleMania, there were beach balls. Like Finn Balor and Seth Rollins were kicking around beach balls with them. For that one night, I'm okay with it because you've already they've already said it's the Bizarro World show. I hate when they say that. It's, oh, it's the a Bizarro dumb, World. It's, dumb. it's it's dumb. They should have never said that, but they said it, so whatever. 
Um, so that show, fine, whatever. And like, that's the thing. I don't care. But in terms of the beach balls, they are banned from the show. You should have been kicked out. You should have been detained, and you shouldn't have been able to come back. I, if nothing else, they should have been like, "You're, you're. Listen, the show's almost over. We're taking your beach ball away. And do you have tickets for Raw tomorrow? Because now you don't. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's, that's what I would have been. I would have like. been okay with that. Kicking them out on the main event, it kind of like. Whatever, I don't want to see this anyway. I'm throwing a beach ball around. Oh, yeah. Clearly, it wouldn't affect me if you kicked me out. And and then, and then of course, what happened when Roman Reigns got busted open, like, hard way by Brock Lesnar. You didn't even see that. I was no, asleep. no, I... <laughs> yeah, Brock Lesnar busted Brock Lesnar... Bro, 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 Brock Lesnar busted, busted open <laughs> Roman Reigns. He was also on... Uh, they filmed him saying, mother effer. Yeah. Um, and when he got busted open, and it was... Horrifying, like it was legit. Like it, it, it could be hard to watch for some people. People then all of a sudden started like going like, "Oh!" I turned around and I screamed, "Now you mother effers paying attention!" <laughs> um, and actually, I wanted to comment on this because this was tweeted out uh, a couple days ago. Um, my my idol CM Punk tweeted out something. So someone tweeted, um, "I wonder how much money those fans spent." to throw beach balls and chant CM Punk's name. And he tagged him, so obviously he wanted Punk to see it. He goes, I mean, tickets to the show, flights, hotels, food, and probably drinks and maybe merch. That's a lot of money to spend to show everyone that you're an asshole. CM Punk quoted the tweet and repeated, "Um, or you could just let everyone know you're an asshole for free by telling them what to do with their own money. Um, (laughs) Great comeback. Here's Okay, I agree with him to an extent. (laughs) To an extent, I can't control what fans chant, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't want to, frankly. I don't want to be that prune saying you you can't chant that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that wrestling prune to be like that. Um, beach balls are banned. Yeah, you should never. I have no problem. There's with no the CM reason. Punk chant, there's no but. reason you should ever bring them. I feel like the CM Punk chant is overused, and like I feel like they throw it out at the slightest inconvenience. But you know what? It's a chant. They can chant it. I don't care. I'd be that guy who would chant CM Punk if I thought a match was awful. I would have chanted CM Punk But the CM problem is, the problem is, people went into Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns with the sole intent to just screw with the match. Mm-hmm. They never gave it the chance. They never gave it the chance. Was it a good match? That's debatable, I feel like, for a lot of people. The fact that it took six F5s to beat Roman Reigns Michael is Michael Cole said it does it on Monday night. It's <laughs> laughable yeah. that it took six F5s when it took three F5s to beat The Undertaker, and it took one F5 to beat Braun Strowman. Yeah. It's laughable. It's ridiculous. Um, Again, it's debatable on whether or not you want to say that was a good match. It was shocking to see Brock Lesnar walk out with the title. And again, I agree with Sam Punk to an extent. I mm. love CM Punk. He's my idol. But just because you want fans, I, he just wants, people just want fans to be respectful of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Because when you play with a beach ball and when you chant for beach balls, you're being disrespectful to the people in the ring that are working their ass off to entertain you. I understand you paid your ticket. I understand you can chant whatever you want. Chant whatever you want. I don't care. I was fine with people chanting this is awful and boring because to an extent they were kind of right. I, I, but the people who I brought, would have chanted both of those but things. But to the people who brought beach balls, you're assholes. Yeah. Straight point. I nearly got into a fight outside <laughs> of the arena with people who were cheering for beach balls. We were walking back to our hotel and these three drunken, dumb idiots... I hope you're listening to the podcast. So I doubt you they know are, how. But. I doubt you are, but I hope you are, so you can listen how much of an asshole you are. Um, they were chanting for beach balls, and I simply turned around and said, "F your beach balls." I was like, 
And they're like, and they're like, whoa, why are you coming at us? Like, whoa, like they're being so defensive. I'm like, I'm not coming at you. I'm just saying, if you chant for beach balls, or if you bring beach balls to an event and you're playing with beach balls during a match, you're disrespecting the men who are working their asses off and putting their lives on the line for your entertainment. You're not giving them, you're not respecting them. And instead of actually coming back and having an actual counter argument to what I say, he instead goes, Oh, sorry, man. I can understand that you're trying to be you're trying to be cool in front of your girlfriend, r- talking about Cindy. <laughs> you're like, that's my I go, sister. I say, that's my sister, motherfucker. <laughs> so, and he, and I got five people around me who started laughing when I said that. I was so heated. I'm like, and he's like, he was like, oh, oh, sorry. You want you you want to go, man? Like, and I'm just like, f off. You should have super kicked him. I flipped him off and I walked away. I'm not gonna give some <laughs> drunken idiot the 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 pleasure in knowing the fact that you beat up a 21 year old. Good on you, you dumb shit. Oh no. Good on you. Censored. You're awful. You're stupid. You should have. You don't deserve to be at WrestleMania. I'm just gonna over, hold this belt. Over somebody who loves pro wrestling and who would have killed, like Chad, like or me. anybody else who would have killed to go to WrestleMania, and said you go there and you're like, Beach Bros. <laughs> <laughs> oh, F off. Okay. F off. So. But yeah, other than that. The fa- as far as the beach balls, I agree. You know? Yeah, and again, to the chance. To- I bet, I, you know what? I don't even think I need to elaborate because I agree with basically everything you just said. You know, the beach balls, whatever. No, don't do that. They're banned. Yeah, they're banned, you know. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing else to really. Um, there's nothing else really that you need to comment on that in terms of the match, though. Like you're. Well, again, so yeah. after about the third F five, I fell asleep. It was. I, I was. It begging, was seven I was, hours. I was begging for the match to be over just so I could get it. Like I was sick and tired of the beach yeah. balls. I was screaming at people. Hit it over to me. I'm gonna go Cesaro on that damn beach ball. <laughs> I was. It's I, like if you want a beach ball, go to the freaking beach. <laughs> I. Uh, I um. I the third F5, I fell asleep. I was like, I, and I wanted to stay awake because I was actually excited to see this because I thought the build to it was really good. It was a good build. The and match- I went in going, I woke up. I woke up to dun, 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 Brock Lesnar's music. And you were like, what? And well, I woke up and I was like, I woke up. And you know when like when you're asleep, but you're like, you're, you're still thinking when yeah. you hear something. I was like, is that Brock's music? And then I sprung up and I saw Brock holding the belt up and I was like, Brock won? I was like, what? According to like dirt sheets and other inside reports, when Roman was walking down the entrance ramp and when he was doing his entrance, he got to the ring and Vince, like while he was doing his entrance, Vince told the referee, Roman's not winning. According to like other reports, he's like, Roman got into the ring and then he was told by the referee during Brock's entrance, you're not winning. Wow. Accord, that again, those are that's a report. That's, pretty, the, that's it's, pretty shitty. It's yeah, it's not a huge. It's not a, it's not confirmed or obviously like that. So I have no idea. But it, if that if that's the case, like I, I'm I, I'm siding with Roman. TNA's hiring. <laughs> um. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and then they confirmed they're get, we're getting a rematch between them at the Greatest Royal Rumble. Um. It's uh, I don't know. It's just it seems it seems so sick of seeing Brock on my TV. I I I I'm, I'm like, it genuinely yeah. made me sad when I found out he resigned. I, even if it was just a, an extension, I don't want to see him anymore. I, 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 it's over. Like like, I, like it's like we know you're going to UFC. You're just extending your yeah. time here. It's like and you're still holding the championship. Like I said, I'm I was fine with Brock's title run. I think it's gone on too long. And if with him already saying he's going back to UFC, he should have lost to Roman. And yeah. like that's the thing. It's like. Obviously, the fans would have been upset. 
Honestly, the fans were upset either way because people don't like Brock either. But it was shocking when he did retain because everyone thought he would have. I feel like they did it just to have a shock factor. Possibly. And also just kind of swerve. Yeah. I don't like swerves just to swerve. Like, it needs to make sense. I agree. And that just didn't make sense. It doesn't make sense for Roman it's, to lose there. It, 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 like, the, the one fact, time in my entire life I wanted Roman to win, they couldn't give me I a was, win. I was half tempted to be like, I'm a Roman Reigns fan because you fans were stupid. <laughs> but like again, I'm I'm I, after thinking about it for a long time, I don't care about the chance. Chant what you want. You paid your money to be there. Leave your beach balls at the damn beach. Like, quite frankly. I I wish I so wish I would have gotten one of those just so I could have popped it and then just started <laughs> screaming at everybody. Because they were chanting asshole at anybody who took him away or popped him. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, aren't you cool? Yeah. Oh, I'm so like, there were people who were taking them and popping them? Oh, well, the, the security took them. Like, security uh, took a few of them, yeah. Okay. I don't know if anybody popped them. I think some people did, but I was begging for one. Yeah. I was begging for See, one. See, I wouldn't I don't think I would have like if one of them went my way, I don't think I'd even would have touched it on the simple fact that, that I would have gotten kicked I out. I wouldn't have wanted to even risk it getting kicked out. I wouldn't care. It's like I wouldn't have cared. I get like if, if it was the main event, whatever. I would have just been that so I could have screamed at everybody. Yeah. And then I could just I but. could I would have I would have gone full heel on their asses. I would have <laughs> I would look like a heel when really I'm the greatest baby face that ever lived. Like, like Shane McMahon. Like Shane McMahon. And on that note, so what did you think? Well, what did you think of WrestleMania as a whole? There were some, there were some mistakes I feel like that were made. Um, it was I do agree. I do still think that it was one of the most. It was their biggest card that they possibly ever had. There were some really missed opportunities. Um, Bra, uh, Rusev should have gone over. Yep. Simple fact of it. Um, there, Shinsuke versus AJ was disappointing, but like obviously it's building towards. That I mean, I feel like though they should have been given a lot more time and a well, lot more freedom to do some other stuff. WrestleMania shouldn't be seven hours. It it shouldn't be seven like, hours though. Yeah, and I understand you have like a hundred belts now. You want to get everybody on the card, and I understand that. I want to see everybody get the WrestleMania match too. But like, when it takes away from high caliber matches, exactly. Like, what's the point? Like when you have so much time conflicts and stuff like that, and you yeah. have to like. Cut stuff for time yeah. and all this other stuff. That's when you know you're going for. A I would have too rather long. have had a three. I'd even take a four hour mania, and give a half an hour to Shinsuke AJ. Exactly. Like, if they had the time. It would have been great, and that the crowd would have been there for. It, but the crowd was dead. Oh, we were, we were so tired. Yeah. It was like it was ridiculous. So like I think I think it. I really think mania shouldn't be seven hours. But I mean, it's going to be seven hours. It's it's that's that's the thing. Yeah. Um, but in terms of it, I I had a blast. It was so much fun. Minus the beach balls, um, like, and I'm, that's the thing. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna let that ruin the entire show because that was a once in a lifetime, unforgettable experience. Just me with the belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. Listen, Chad just chilling with the belt. Yeah, holding it. Oh, exactly. It was a I'm once. I'm gonna wear it on my waist. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, it was a once in a lifetime, unforgettable moment that I will never, ever forget. It's probably gonna be easier for you to put it on backwards and then turn it around in terms of like just fitting it. Oh, good call. It's a lot. It, that's how it's. It's a lot easier to put it on like that. Uh, you're putting it up, up on upside down right now, though. Just make sure you make sure you don't put it up upside down unless you want to be the Miz. <laughs> I want to be the Miz. Okay, he's gonna be the Miz. <laughs> Keep talking. Um, it was unforgettable. Um, I would say that in terms of wrestling quality, NXT Takeover was better. Um, but in terms of in terms of yep, in terms of a spectacle, it was unbelievable. I am. I'm I'm so happy I got the opportunity to go. This beats the shit out of um, my Toys R Us belt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I it it freaking 
it, I, I love it. I wish I was still with WWE and just traveling along with them. I wish I was just still in that world. Um, I, I just love that atmosphere. That is my, I love that world, that feeling of being surrounded by like just the same. I talked with people from France who came cool. to go to WrestleMania. Like at like I was at Axis waiting in line for Alexa. I talked with this guy from France. I met people from Australia. I got to meet the inside the ropes guys. I got to meet so many unbelievable pro wrestlers and just like, oh my God, it's like oh what I would I would kill to be back in that atmosphere again. It was unbelievable. I loved it. I wish I was back there. Um, I wish you guys were there with me because I feel like every pro wrestling fans should get the at least one chance to be like, at WrestleMania. I feel like if Grant would have came with us this weekend, he would have he would have turned into a diehard at fan. L- at least I feel like Johnny Gargano versus Ciampa would have changed him. You need to watch it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's unbelievable. But yeah, um now let's move into the Bizarro show. Jesus Christ. We're not we're, we're about halfway done with the podcast. It's ridiculous. It's 226. Man. It's like it's, it's if you're so... still listening after that, uh first of all, thank you. Yeah, this um, is probably going to be cut most likely I feel like this will probably be cut up into like two parts, which if it is, sure, yeah. whatever, but Launch forget it all it. in one. All in one. Let's do it. Listen, a 7-hour wrestling podcast. <laughs> If Mania can go for seven hours, we can go for two hours. We're, ah. on, a, we're on an hour and a half right we're now. We're on an hour and a half. All right. We'll try so, to sit, we'll so try to go through the big points we for We gotta Ron draw Smackdown. this out for six more hours. <laughs> Stretch it out. That's yeah. we gotta get more time for Rhonda. Yes. Um so yeah, Rhonda Day opened up the show for Monday Night Raw, beating up Stephanie again, which was a great pop. Um there this show, these two shows were just, specifically Raw, mm-hmm. but SmackDown had some too. Was just the Hey, the returns and debut show, which it all, which which it always is. It always is, yeah. But I'm I feel fine like with it. I feel like it was a lot more of that than it was matches. I'm okay. We, see, see, I'm okay with it though, because like it's the Raw after Mania. It's all about. But surprises. at the same at the same time though, I felt like there was enough good stuff on Raw where the fans weren't really given the opportunity to chant their stupid chants. Yeah, like there was like there wasn't any long drawn out matches like the first one with Randy Orton versus Sheamus where they just went. Wild, right? Um, so like I, they they kept them all intrigued enough where they didn't feel like they wanted to like where they didn't really get an opportunity to hijack the show. Which again, for that show, I don't care. Yeah, they've already WWE have already gone out of their way to say it's Bizarro World, which is stupid. They should have never done that. But you know they what? They the did. Same, they said the same thing when they're in Canada. Of course, <laughs> like, they do because like. Well, yeah, because Cana- Canadian, like, everyone boos, like, because all their heels are from Canada. Yeah. Like, I mean, but that, that's the thing, though. It's like, I don't care. And yeah. obviously, Finn Balor and Seth Rollins, they were having fun with the beach balls that one night. Yeah. That's all, like, that one night, that's it. You got it out of your systems. Now leave them at the beach. Well, yeah, so Ronda Rousey comes back, and Stephanie McMahon tries to pull a Darth Vader and be like, join me, and we will rule the galaxy together. Doesn't work. And Ronda breaks her arm. Yep. Um, and then we got the debut of Ember Moon, which was awesome. It was great to see Ember. She sided with Nia Jax against Nick, uh, against Mickey James and Alexa Bliss. Uh, she hits the Eclipse on Asuka, and it's good to see her on the main roster. I think she'll do very well, and also we can build to an Asuka Ember Moon match, which will always draw money because those two did really good in NXT. Um, yeah, I was very happy to see her on there again. The I, women's I division still got stacked. It did get stacked. I mean, yeah. with the shake I'm expecting. Coming, yeah, I'm like, expecting a shakeup where somebody's gonna move over. I feel yeah. like I don't know. I don't know exactly who, but like. But at the same time, that means someone's going there too. Like if Becky Lynch goes there. Like if they lose, like like 
let's say Asuka. If, if Asuka goes to SmackDown and Becky Lynch goes to Raw, that's still a stacked women's division. It really is. Like, it really is. Um, and then also, we, um, in, in terms of other re- in returns, we got the return of Bobby Lashley. I popped for Bobby I Lashley. I did too. I was, it was a really, it was really cool to see Bobby back. Um, yeah. I'm interested to see what they're willing to do with him. I don't, I mean, I think Brock Bobby's our SummerSlam main event. I would imagine. Um, and I feel like that would be a, good, even if it's not for the belt. I mean, it, I feel like it would be for the belt though. Um, but I'm glad, I think it's cool to see him back. Um, we also got the Authors of Pain debuting. Um, and they walked away from Paul Ellering. Yeah. Which I was like, uh, what? Well, so I think I think the reason was Paul Ellering doesn't really want to be on the road. That's why he likes the NXT gig because he doesn't have to travel. So I think that's why. I guess if that if it's his choice, then that's yeah. fine. I think it's one hundred percent his choice. I would imagine so because um, it would seem real. It seems really weird for them to start that storyline as soon as they debut on Raw. And like the authors of Pain, like they don't really like. Like, yeah, they need a mouthpiece, but, like, they don't really need him anymore. They're so over. I would rather him go and pump up, like, one of these new teams, like Sabatelli and Moss or um, War Machine. Like, if he starts with War Machine, Yo. that's a great pairing. It is a great pairing. Like, I'm okay with that. Exactly. If Just he like wants, I'm okay if with he the wants, championship belt. If he, wants to stay in, uh, if he wants to stay in Florida for NXT, let him stay in Florida for NXT. Well, yeah, all this a pain. You know, um, you know how they... I don't think they're entered because they had a because Nicholas and Braun Strowman had to strip the tag team belts as we mentioned earlier. Yeah, well, they yeah so, they, they relinquished it. They yeah, weren't stripped. Yeah, they, um, had, they relinquished it, and it was because you know so they had so because of Nicholas being a fourth grader, they they had a new uh, they, they didn't call it a tournament, they called it an eliminator, whatever the hell that means. I don't know. Um, are the authors of pain in it? I would think so. And and are they going to win it? I don't know because I want to see the bar take on Shane, uh, Matt and Bray. Yeah, I feel like the bar should is done with the tag team uh, titles at least for a while. Well, they're going to the the, the winners the, of that match are facing the bar. Yeah, like, they're going to be in the tag team match at Saudi Arabia. Well, I know that, but they're not going to win. You don't think they're going to win? Not the bar, no. I feel like I feel like the bars had the titles for way too long. It's time for the new team to hold on to them. As you try desperately to get the belt, oh, you're just oh, you're wrapping it up. I'm okay. Just wrapping it up. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that was uh, what else happened. Uh, what else happened? Uh, no way, Jose debuted. Yeah, no way, Jose debuted. Uh, he's the Adam Rose of this generation. I feel like he's gonna not do too well. I, I hope don't. he does. I hope he does but well. I don't, think, I don't he think he's going to do well. Nope. Um. Yeah. It's just like it's those weird uh, dancing music gimmicks that never really translate too well with the main roster. It's not. It's not his fault because he is good. I just don't think it's gonna translate well at all for the uh, for the main roster. We also had Paige. Who, oh, debuted, this was who sad. did a heartbreaking speech announcing her official retirement from in-ring competition? Um, that broke my heart. Um, Paige is unbelievable. Yeah. This is your house chant really made me smile. Yeah, I was like, that was really. Well you know, done. she's had such a rough couple of years. She has. You know, between the whole thing with her being in that toxic relationship with Alberto Del Rio. Yeah, who was also at WrestleCon, and I did. Oh, I took a, a mark. I took a picture of him, but I didn't want to take a picture oh, with him. No, I was just what like, a mark. nah. He was with the other, like I think King Cuerno was there and Drago was there. I would have been hyped for King Cuerno and Drago. I yeah. would have been like, hey Alberto. There was also Can somebody. A picture of there us? was also somebody else who was there. I have no idea who he was. He, uh, I'll show you a picture of him right now. I don't know who he was. You can probably explain to me who he was. The guy uh, uh, right here above King Cuerno. Oh, that was Aerostar. I have no idea who that is. Yeah, Aerostar. Aerostar's awesome. Yeah, I, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I just yeah. Don't, I don't know who he is. But uh, but yeah, so she retires in the same building she debuted in. Um, 
was, I I always tear up when these kind of things happen. It's it's really it's a shame. so sad. Um, no. But um, in terms of um, Paige's retirement, um, and, like hearing him talk about Daniel Bryan and Edge, like and stuff like that. When she talked about Daniel Bryan, I kind of called what happened. What was going to happen tomorrow? And uh, yeah, yeah. Night. Daniel Bryan's now a member of the active SmackDown roster, yeah. and then is now Paige is took his spot as the general manager, which, which I'm cool with. I'm cool with. Yeah, it's like um, it gives Paige something to do. You know what? And I like the fact too that they're separating her from Absolution because I think that entire. St- I mean, there's no point of them being a team now. Yeah, exactly. So now the question becomes, which one's going to get moved in the shakeup? Uh, I would <laughs> imagine Mandy. Mandy, yeah. So, um, But yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, hopefully maybe in the future, in, in, a, in, a, in two or three years, we'll see Paige recover. I mean, if Daniel can, I feel like anybody can. Yeah. Um, we'll, we'll see exactly how it goes. Um, before we talk more about Monday Night Raw, I also wanted to just shove this picture of Josh Matthews into Chad's face. <laughs> I hate that guy. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, it's like he, he, he. I was there, and I'm like, do I want to pay him for a joke picture? Because that's all it's really gonna be is a joke picture. Um. Then we also had the return of Samoa Joe, who said who called out Roman Reigns. Um. Good to see Joe back. Um. And yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to see Joe back. I'm hoping to get. Yeah. I, he I should feel, be. I do feel bad for Samoa Joe because this is he's been with he's been on the main roster for two years now, and has missed WrestleMania both years. It's been a real shame. He he he. I want to see Samoa injury Joe. Injury is really now. injuries have really hurt him pretty bad, and it's it's yeah. it's a real shame. He wasn't even injured uh, his first one. He just wasn't on the card. Yeah, that yeah that's true. Yeah. So like that's a shame. But yeah. He is back. We're gonna get Samoa Joe Roman Reigns. That match exactly. is gonna be good. Um, I really hope some. I also wouldn't be surprised if Samoa Joe goes in the shakeup. Ah, uh, yeah. And Which I'd be all about. Yeah. And then we had um the we had a six man tag between Seth Rollins, Finn Balor, and the returning Jeff Hardy as a singles competitor against the Miz and the Miztourage. Um, which was cool. It was awesome. I mean, I'm, I'm, the matches really weren't anything that you really needed to pay attention for this show. It was just really Kevin and Sami Zayn had a match, which had some sticks to it. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they but they had a match, but that was just to determine if who would. Kurt Angle could only sign one person. Well, first of all, he said, well, TNA's hiring. Which is awesome. Which was very shocking that he brought that up. Um, but, um, yeah, they had a match to determine who would get the one remaining spot for the Raw roster, and they both couldn't make the 10 count uh, from uh, being knocked down on the ground, so that'll be continued next week, I'm sure. Um, we also had Bray Wyatt and Woken Matt Hardy working together. Um, which is my favorite thing now. Uh-huh. Literally, my f- besides heel Shinsuke, that is my favorite thing. I know, right? It's like there's a lot of crazy, interesting things that are going on right now. It's it's just it's it's very exciting, and we still got the shakeup next week. And yeah, um, now let's talk about. Uh, is there anything really else that you want to talk about? With I think Raw? we covered it. I mean, yeah. we're gonna get Roman Brock exactly at the Saudi Arabia show, and then Roman's gonna face Samoa Joe. Yep. If Roman wins the match, then that match at Backlash will be for the title. Backlash is a joint branded pay per view, so all well, these I matches. Felt, I thought all of the pay per views. I think so too, but they're starting yeah, at but Backlash. They're starting with Backlash. So yeah. like all these matches that are advertised at Backlash does not mean that they're safe from the shakeup. Not at all. Like they definitely could go, and I suspect Randy Orton is going to be one of those guys who will go in the shakeup. Yep. Um, and now going back to uh, now going to SmackDown, we had the New Day versus the Usos, where the winner earned a tag team title match against the Bludgeon, Bludgeon Brothers, Brothers, and the Usos went over. Yes. Um, which I feel like is a good choice. Um, because they 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 are the ones who lost the titles. They're the ones who should get the rematch. See, they're, they're already getting one in their contract. <laughs> like, it's funny to me. Like, the, like Randy Orton and the Usos both won their matches for number one contenders, but like, it's the precedent has been set where a champion always gets a rematch in their contract. 
Yeah. So like, why do they need this match? But that's just me being yep. cynical. <laughs> Whatever. And then we had the Iconics, uh, Billy Kay and Peyton Royce debuting that and attacking awesome. Charlotte this is Flair. The, so awesome. Yep. And then Carmella cashed her Money in the Bank contract in and became the new SmackDown Women's Championship champion. Um, Mella is money. Mella is money. Yes. And it's pretty great to see. Um, it's pretty great to see. Uh, it was weird too because Charlotte was smiling after she uh, after she lost when when like. Carmella was rubbing it in her face, like, okay, you got me. And it's like, but I don't know. It's I'm I'm excited to see what Mella does with the title. Um, I feel like she could be a really great heel. I feel like she's gonna be that I mean, she's gonna be that heel that cheats and takes shortcuts and yep. like is that that but I'm all about it. Exactly. I'm happy she I'm happy she finally did it. I was really worried that she was gonna lose her cash in. So Yeah. And then yeah, like you said, um we got Orton versus Rude versus Rusev. Winner gets a U.S. title match against Gender. Against Gender, and Randy wins. It's Rusev. It's it's Gender versus Orton again. Yeah, that match Backlash. is not going to be good. Again. again. Yeah, at least like, it's not a Punjabi prison. Okay, here's the thing. It's not WrestleMania. If if it's not WrestleMania, I would hijack that match. Yeah. Um, not with beach balls because beach balls are stupid. But I would chant Basketballs. all the things that no. <laughs> I would chant all the things yeah. um, at this that match. That match deserves a, ch- a CM it, Punk chant. It deserves a CM Punk chant. A it what deserves chant? A, Rus- chant, a Rusev Day chant. A Rusev chant Day sure. chant for sure. <laughs> um, the fact that they're doing this again is unbelievably stupid. And yeah. like, it's like, just no. This they, this should have never happened. This is a this is awful. Like this shows how bad the how much more prestigious the Intercontinental Championship is compared to the U.S. title right now. It's like, oh my god, it's awful. Um, now, getting off of that um, thing, um, <laughs> do you want to do you want to men- say what uh, Shinsuke said in yes. his promo? So, so uh, what's her name? Kathy Kelly. Kathy Kelly. Yeah. So, internet bot Kath- or interview bot Kathy Kelly was interviewing Shinsuke Nakamura, and she said, "Shinsuke, what you've done was reprehensible. Like, what do you have to say for yourself?" And he says, "I'm I'm very sorry. I don't know what came over yeah, me. I don't know what came over me." Winks to her, very obvious, and it's says, like, "I'm very I'm very, very sorry, sorry for what I did to AJ." And then she was like, "Shinsuke, that doesn't sound very genuine. Like, what do you have to say for yourself?" And then he looks around, looks at her, and then says, "Sorry, I don't speak English." Yep. Smiles no, and walks no away. Speak Sorry, no speak English. Oh, and, oh my, my God. God. I laughed so hard. I was like, I am all about this kind of Shinsuke. This was because, so good. Yeah, oh my God. It's so a stab good. At the, it's a stab at their writing staff for how like they're they how just like ridiculous they book like these foreign superstars. Um, it's just, it's so well done. I'm so excited for heel it, it Shinsuke. It gives me hope. Like it that, does. That I, at first, I was like, okay, Shinsuke Nakamura heel is going to be a killer. A straight killer. He's going to Kinsasha people. And for the most part, he was. I was not expecting sarcastic Shinsuke. Oh, yeah. And I love sarcastic He's Shinsuke. He's so filled with charisma. Like, that works yeah. so well for him, Like, too. that is perfect. I want him to say that literally any single time. Like, yep. I don't, it, will, will it get old? I don't think it will. I don't think so. I think if every answer is, sorry, I don't speak English, I will lose it. Because it's so sarcastic and unexpected. Mm-hmm. And I did then, not see that coming. And then we got the announcement that we were getting AJ Styles versus Daniel freaking Bryan on a, on the SmackDown after they WrestleMania. Gave it away on free TV. Not necessarily, not necessarily because Shinsuke got involved and low-blowed AJ three freaking <laughs> well, first, times. Well, first he runs in the ring and kicks Daniel Bryan in the head oh, yeah. so that AJ loses via DQ. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah, so. because, because he doesn't want AJ to win. 
So he, oh, kicks, no, he kicks Daniel Bryan so that Daniel Bryan wins and then beats up AJ, beats them both up. If this leads to a triple threat match for the world title, oh my god. Like that that alone is great. Please don't give that away on a backlash. No. Let that be your SummerSlam main event. Mm-hmm. Or, money, or Money in the Bank or Money in the too. Bank because Money in the Bank is a big deal. Yep. I would be okay with that being a Money in the Bank main event because I look at Money in the Bank as a big pay-per-view anyway. It is to a lot of people. It really so, is. It's it's probably a bigger fa- – uh, if, if it wasn't for the history of Survivor Series, it would probably be a big four yeah. instead of Survivor Series. But just because of the history of Survivor Series, it's a big four. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, in terms of, like, the week in wrestling, that kind of wraps it up. I do also want to mention, I didn't mention this when I was about my WrestleMania trip. I ran into Izzy three freaking times. Oh, yeah? Yep, I, I took a picture with her. I saw my the first, one picture. Yep, I took a picture with her the first day I was at Access, and then I ran into her again, like, just walking around Access the second day, and then I ran into her at NXT TakeOver, and she gave me a wristband. Oh, like, I should have asked her how she felt about the Women's Battle Royal. I should have, yeah. Because I'm a heel, and I would have asked her. Well, people were people were jokingly being like, uh, like, didn't she turn heel when they showed that heel picture of her, like with like the Alexa Bliss style getup that she had? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was weird. I was like, how many times am I gonna run into this kid? Yeah. It's like uh, she's she's a sweetheart though. Her family's a sweetheart. Like it's just it was real cool. Like like just to run into her. I also Brock Lesnar guy was in line behind us with the guy. Uh, you know the guy who has the white jacket with all the WWE logos patched onto the jacket? Yeah. That ugly piece of garbage jacket that looks <laughs> awful? Yeah. I hate him. Oh, but he <laughs> was there. Yeah, he was. Well, he's friends with Brock Lesnar guy. Um, oh. But, yeah, I hate him. <laughs> we need we need gimmicks. We need to show up to every show front row with gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, it's like, just go full. F- if Maybe if I dress up as a clown, then I'll get Noel Foley to talk there to me. Go. There we go. Oh, cross my fingers. I'm gonna dress. I'm gonna dress up as. Uh, let's see, what's a very obscure wrestler? I could- I'm gonna dress up as Luke Harper. Luke Harper. No, Eric Rowan. I'm just gonna sit there with a giant beard and an ugly green jumpsuit. There was a guy during. I d- I didn't mention this, but during AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura at Mania, um, like near the first two minutes of a match, there was a guy who was dressed up as Donald Trump. Who walked in front of us and was like, like talking about like Donald Trump 2020, and like he's getting in arguments with like kids that are like near us, like about him, like he's like he's trying to get heat, obviously. He's trying to get over. Yeah, he's trying to get over as an idiot, and but then like and then like I'm I'm trying to watch the match. I can see him, and I'm just like, I don't care who you are, get out of my way. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're trying of all the matches you want to try to get yourself over on, it's this. Yeah. Um, two, actually, there's other two things I want to talk about. There was after Ronda Rousey's match, there was a guy who was walking around with a sign that says UFC's fake, and he was trying to get heat. That's so funny. Yeah. I would have brought that sign. Then there was this guy behind me uh, who was with his friends who was so against Ronda Rousey, it was actually laughable. Yeah. Like, like when Triple H is like in the ring with Ronda Rousey, he's like, oh, yeah, Ronda Rousey's going to beat up Triple H. Yeah, yes, 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 fake-ass, stupid-ass. Like, And I'm just like, <laughs> I turn around, and I'm like, do you think it's real? <laughs> and then he's and then Ronda Rousey and and then Ronda Rousey Kurt Angle um um win the match and then for the rest of the night I'm not kidding you're not gonna be able to see it because it's a podcast he was sitting back in his chair like a child like this just like this and I'm like you're such a little child who can't <laughs> stop living in his when past. Triple H pedigreed Ronda Rousey I popped uh-huh. like you're such a little child who can't get over the fact that you've outlived your own childhood grow up <laughs> oh my god it's just pro wrestling did you Jesus. have fun I, I feel like you didn't no I'm I'm just, I didn't I'm just no, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, trust me, like, the, seeing the smarky fa- No, trust me, all of all the things, if anything, the fact that Beach Balls showed up, I was excited, because I could rant on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, if anything, I'm happy they showed up, because then I get a reason to re- yell and scream on the podcast. There we go. So thank you, New Orleans, for giving me a reason to have a podcast segment. <laughs> thank you. But, but. yeah, um... Before this gets ungodly long, I feel like that'll that'll wrap it up for this week in wrestling, at least, unless there's anything else that you wanted to cover in terms of this week in wrestling. Not really. No, I think I'm trying to think of something that happened that wasn't on WrestleMania news, but not really. The only thing that I feel like you really focused on was Supercard of Honor, yep. which I, which that is was the only th- really. I mean, there were a lot of good wrestling shows, but I don't need to talk about. And them. there was Impact versus uh, Lucha Underground. Didn't you watch a single minute of it? No. <laughs> In fact, I was doing nothing around the time that stream happened and chose to not watch. Yeah, but you were just I like, like, I could nah. watch this. Like, or or I could or hit I my c- head on this wall. Exactly. Or I could just ignore it. Yeah. I could pull an Eddie Edwards and hit myself in the face with a baseball bat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway. Oh, yeah. And there's other thing, too, is they had uh, this was at um, Access. They had this at Access. That's pretty cool. Yep. And it was it was around this, like, they had the casket from his his casket match with Mark Henry and then... The under this this whole thing where I'm burying Sydney into a casket with a shovel. Oh man, with with druids all around she us. She could be Rusev. She could be Rusev. But yeah. Anyway, yeah. I think I th- that's gonna cut cut it for this week. Uh, I just don't want to go too long. No, yeah, neither do I. <laughs> I feel like we've this we can talk more when we, we go off air. Exactly. Yeah. Um, this has been an unbelievable week for me. I'm so so happy I got the the chance to experience WrestleMania. I'm sad that you guys couldn't have joined me. It's all good. Congratulations again on your marriage. Thanks, um, brother. Hope you guys have many many happy years yes. ahead of you. Yes, it was, it was um, fun. You know, and the fact that Detroit was a rumored venue. Tells me that Detroit will get a WrestleMania probably in the, in the next future. few years. In the future. Um, so I'll hit that one. Exactly. Like, yeah, we got next year is New York, New, New York, New Jersey. Yep. Um, I'm going to All In, so that's what I care about. Yeah, exactly. There's, there's, I will there's be at All still, In. They're still All In. So, yep. I mean, yeah. I'm, But, yeah, I'm, I'm so grateful that I got the opportunity to go. Thank you to my sister who got this was her graduation gift and I was and she <laughs> thank was, you for graduating she, yeah, high thank, school <laughs> well thank you for bringing me like yeah. this was you this you wanted me to come with you so thank you for bringing me thank you to my amazing parents who took us there and like just who met Buff Bagwell and got a soundbite for the podcast thank you um I'm I'm so happy it was the greatest experience um I hope in the future I get to return to WrestleMania because Oh God, it was such a blast. Yeah. But yeah, that that'll wrap it up for us. So yeah, if you want to give us a follow on Twitter, my Twitter handle is szoomer4. I posted a ton of WrestleMania pictures up there, and including on my Instagram, which is linked there. Um, and you can follow Chad at the Chad 100. I have no WrestleMania photos on mine. No, that's no, no not yet. Rarely, at least not yet. And I rarely tweet. I'm not an exciting person to follow on Twitter. Yeah. A lot of it is just me just pumping up podcasts. I'll probably I'll probably be off Twitter for a little bit because I was on Twitter for a while during mania um but um and then you can follow the ringmasters at ringmasters pod and then subscribe to the youtube channel ringmasters podcast um but yeah thank you guys so much for tuning into this incredibly special post wrestlemania episode of ringmasters we'll catch you guys later